You are listening to Thursday Nights Season 4, Episode 71. Crypt is what it's called. They term the tomb of eternal summer. Not slumber, although that is also accurate. Did say slumber last time. The locals actually disagree on what the name is. Yeah, it's not written. They always just need an excuse to disagree about. Uh, the night falls deep and dark as uh, as conversations carry on late into the night, and eventually plans are set in place for. When the morning arrives, where is everyone late this evening? As if exhaustion a... and the um, night takes you. One quick question is just in terms of camping. There is enough space in the carriage. That is our plenty. Explicitly. Okay. okay. Yeah. That is that is the de facto camping spot. Yeah. If you're all laying on the ground, you know it, it actually gets a bit cozy with everyone mm-hmm. in there, all with bedrolls out. Okay. But it's first room. So Sriam doesn't... And the uh, more Drusten keeps acquiring bookcases and yeah. adding them in there, there's less and less... There's, set up a forge. There's <laughs> stacks of books everywhere. Uh, Scrim, um definitely is is done with these assholes. His words. Um, and um, and is, is happy to retire to the carriage. But it's not that he's trying to like separate the group. Like He's like nervous, like, oh, no, no, I'm talking to him. It's just that he's like, okay, we're done here. We have a plan. We need rest. Let's all get back to the carriage. Um, and he he's definitely not going to walk away from uh, from the group if the group is is you know sitting there getting a getting a sermon from these guys. Like Scrim is well aware that if he's not there, these guys will basically talk um, shit. Talk we'll, shit. We'll and come back on that. And just say like Mock was pretty clear last week. He's really interested in more information about this, and he he made the point like these guys are actually giving information that is worth hearing. And he wants to be open to that. But his 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 intention was like they they were gonna talk later, and he's gonna like have a talk into the late night about the plan. And I think it's gonna be a, a mix of things. It's not gonna be like a well scheduled mm-hmm. agenda. I think it's gonna be set up camp, campfire, cook some food, eat, and then kind of taper off to bed. Is kind of where Mox evening is going. And uh, his his eye his ears are open to hearing more tell about what this specifically because it kind of crosses over with. Uh, with kind of Scrim's story and much of the unknowns about the man Scrim. Um, I appreciate it, so I'm, I'm glad you said that. So Scrim does, with that with that knowledge, Scrim does hang out. He, he does not want someone to be left behind. So sure. he does hang out longer than he is clearly comfortable with. Uh, Getting a little squirmier. Getting a little squirmier. Juicin's gonna spend part of the night chatting with the half dwarf. Uh, just comparing their travels. The the chats are done. Oh. We're, I, it's long into the night. It, it's it's sleeping time if you're gonna have energy in the morning. Right. Running out of time to get and appropriate long rest. In his tent, in Snowbeam's gift. There will be more conversations, but it got to the point where a plan needed to be set into place, and it's it's the evening. Takes a bunch of stacks of books out of his tent, puts them in various inconvenient places, 
in in the room. in the carriage and then goes to bed. Yeah, Bear just not sleeping in that thing. People trip over it. Uh, well, Vane, you know, he uh, he goes to sleep when everyone else does, but he periodically stirs uh, awake as he's having trouble sleeping, and he goes out to the balcony of the carriage of the airship, and he's fingering the knife at his belt as he stares at it, Ted's tent. <laughs> just kind of like kind of ruminates a little bit, and then he until his eyes get he- feel, his eyelids feel heavy, and then he goes back to bed. When he's standing there, looking at Ted's tent, he sees. Uh, Wrong page is open. Sorry. There we go. He sees uh, Bogrush of Clan Black Marrow just standing there, staring back at him. Oh, that's creepy. Standing in the at the camp. Bogrush is the half dwarf. Half orc. Oh, he's the oh, half orc. Right. Three quarters orc. Yeah, I think it was uh, it's sometime before. So Three like, Orvain like looks directly at the tent and he focuses on Ted's tent for a little bit, and I think it isn't until a little bit later that he realizes he's being watched. And he kind of sure, like slowly recedes back <laughs> into the shadows, <laughs> and then like you, you know, and then he goes back to his his uh, his, uh, <laughs> his uh his uh his blanket and his, his little bed, and then he uh Aww. repeats that process a few times throughout the oh night. Oh my god! Still realizes that that guy is still there. Bogrush. And he says, different people on watch at yeah. various times. <laughs> Bogrush is the only one that stared at him so intently. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Berja is definitely not sleeping in the air balloon thing. That's no man's gift. That's totally not comfortable. In the gift. Yeah, that's that's very not. Um, yeah, no. Uh, she'd find a tree close by, kind of like back against it. She sleeps actually kind of in an L position. I mean, she doesn't really like sleep on her on her side, curled up at all. She kind of, she prefers to be in a like half halfway to standing position, which. Considering that she's so tall, in the darkness, it might look like there's just someone standing next to a tree if you, if you didn't have a, a good sight line on her. So, um, but yeah, so she's like well within like the, the range of the firelight of like whatever the dying fire of their camp. So like, she's kind of in their camp, sort of. <laughs> just because, you know, who knows, there might be a fight. Bob drinks point. some Harthar ale. Ooh. Because it was offered. Yes. Uh, yeah, chat ch- kind of pitted, peters off with the chitter chatter. A little more of a listener than a talker, and then he rolls his Constitution saving throw for sleeping in his armor that night. I rolled a ten plus Constitution is plus five, so fifteen. The passes. The passes. And Baron. Baron, uh, his head is filled with the plan and how is the plan going to work because he is eager to redeem himself over what he sees as his blunders of the that day uh, it was that same day, huh? same day. Sure. Wow. yeah and uh, uh, and so he like gets like a scoop of dirt and just like moves it and then just sits there and watches it for a while to get an idea of how long it takes for this mm-hmm. thing to put itself back if we're gonna dig a tunnel oh, or something yeah as he's doing that uh, as everyone, most others have like already gone to bed, and Baron's burning the midnight oil there. He uh, he can hear the occasional <laughs> coming from inside the crypt. Oh, that's goodness. Mm-hmm. And that just that like here and there, and definitely there. is off-putting to him. He will also he sees his cousin sleeping in his armor, and he thinks back to when they were caught ambushed in the middle of the night, 
by the snake folks in the swamp, and also Drustin getting ambushed in the middle of the night, and he decides to sleep in his armor this evening. So he will also roll that constitution save. Let's see. Balls. Uh, That's probably going to be a fail. One point of exhaustion. What does one point of exhaustion get for me? Not much. Not too bad. I think no combat um, ramifications. Yeah. I think it's like disadvantage on like all skill checks or something. No, no that's two. I that's think two. It's, the, first, the first one's pretty mild. I think your AC becomes five. But you're not able to. The, the first thing is not a bad gamble. Perfect. Which is why I think it, I think it's really good. You can't dig. Holes. It sets you up yeah. for poor success. No digging holes. Someone look it up because it's not yeah. in here. Uh, oh, there's concentration. It's on the left side. I, I just found a bookmark. Same with suffocating. Oh, that'll be useful. Oh, oh exhaustion. Here it is. Oh, disadvantage on ability checks. Yeah, all spell jacks. Don't try to persuade. Yeah. Also handy under conditions. If you tap on it, then you tap on exhaustion. Do you have it shows advantage? A bunch of stuff or do you have oh. inspiration? I did not know. That. I yeah. do have uh, inspiration, so which on. is a really good usage of that. Right. Can I use that before? Can I can I roll that now? That's probably too late. I forgot that I had inspiration, which I think that's on me. Uh, so you, you do have to decide first, because obviously, you know, if you succeeded at the roll, then you wouldn't use inspiration. Well, some of them explicitly say you can decide whether before or right. advantage on But we are talking <laughs> about before. inspiration. What I mean is, when the advantage. time comes... Advantage and disadvantage is always before. When the time comes and you need okay. to roll like it matters, you can... That being said, then. I was reminded by two different people, um, who shall remain nameless... Uh, that we forgot to roll the inspiration die. So let's go ahead. So as as you doze off to sleep, you reflect upon the activities of the day and the plan to come. And one of you, perhaps, Rises. experiences a a uh, no. That's right. an extra jolt of inspiration. Let's see. Rolling the die. I'll take this one. Shit! That oh, is Baron. Oh. <laughs> he didn't fill out the. Howdy. I did not fill out the howdy. Oh! Yeah. You missed oh. the howdy this oh. week. You guys forgot that. The He's zombies the inside one. are like. Purr. That's. <laughs> I thought he was trying to. Yeah. He was trying to like. Baron's blame deep in. So for the first time since we've implemented this new mechanic, the dungeon master gets a diamond. The diamond is mine. <laughs> I will take my oh, pride. Man has oh. truly angered yeah. the gods with his hubris. Straight for the path! All right. The rolling on it is uncanny because it's either someone who already has inspiration. Dude, like, he got doubled down. Did he triple down? Did I get triple? I think it was I, think, I thought you got triple. All right. And then okay. I got it when I didn't do it and Greg didn't get, get do it. So, like, I got ill-gotten goods. You got the ill-gotten one, which I was uh, happy that that happened. It's the old one I've ever had. We've gotten every variety up. now. We have. We've gotten the regular. I like that we've been taught these hard lessons early on. That's good. So, I have the diamond. Uh, if we uh, use the crystal. When it is the most, most dire. disadvantageous uh, to Sam. In Greg's hand. Perfect. Julius. Yes, diamond specifically towards Sam. Yeah. Sam. You have to roll the diamond. Uh, all right. You have to roll the diamond. No, because if something bad <laughs> happens to Sam, that would just that's be like, true. yeah, that's, that's what I deserve. If something bad happens to one of your friends, sure. the dread and guilt you feel oh, is true. so yeah. much deeper. It's yeah. true. I won't hate Greg. You're right, sir. I'll know who <laughs> I'll know who's responsible for my demise. I've heard that group punishment is specifically banned in the Geneva Convention. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard right. America doesn't uh, follow the Geneva Convention. I actually had thought it was Eric who hadn't done the howdy just because no. he was on the little I, I was for sure. Eric is three weeks in a row. Surprisingly vigilant with this. 
Back. Okay, I emphasize. Back. So now we got the inspiration <laughs> as you sleep. Did Baron find out how long it takes for the? So does Sam have a, Does Baron have a nightmare? I think that's what did you say? Trying to, he's trying to figure out how long it takes the dirt to go back for when we dig the tunnel. He's just sort of, it's not going to be a number of, it sort of varies and he, he, oh, yeah. he gains more information oh, yeah. for that. Great. Um, <laughs> he, he, gets, he gets a sense of how this, how this sort he's of... He's trying to think of how feasible it is to dig a tunnel. Or if it's going to be like trying to bail out the ocean. Oh, yeah. Um... The sun rises in the morning as everyone uh, awakens at your own various times. Mm. The hands of AO are up early and have uh, broken camp and packed up. So that rocket. <laughs> Jason emerges with. I mean, it's just before sunrise. Let's Uncle Falder's shovel. That's right. Because in the archaeology background, right. you get a shovel. One treasured item. Isn't this not the first mentor. time you've used this shovel? shovel has not come not up the a last lot. Time. I like it's this not the first shovel. time. Yeah. Uh, it weighs five pounds, but it's worth it. <laughs> That's what Justin actually That's said. The That's the quote underneath the item. Right. Um, so, and uh, he looks around and weighs five pounds. Oh, it's a good day for digging. Uh. Gloam strides on over, and he says, "Yeah, so uh, what was this? Yeah, who's that? Um, yeah, so uh, says uh, we'll just set up around here and supervise uh, while you uh, dig out the tunnel over there, and uh, we'll tell you uh, we'll, we'll we'll tell you that you're doing a good job." And he, well, uh, you're a half dwarf. You can help. And he plops down Connect onto with the ground. Your roots and all that. He says, yeah, but, uh, I mean, a half-dwarf is uh, nothing compared to a full dwarf. I wouldn't want to edge in on your territory. And he just crosses his legs as he sits Wish on the ground and leans shot. back. Quick, <laughs> persuade him to help. Mock drops the ale jug next to him and says, sure, <clears throat> why don't you just take it easy while we handle this? <laughs> he says, uh, how'd that ale do for you this morning? Uh, a clean, biting hangover. The kind that makes you feel like you made the good decision last night. <laughs> good decision. And he grabs the, uh, he grabs the, was it like a flask, right? I don't know. It's not his a gallon, like, like a pretty... It was a jug. A I'm very, trying. very much takes a jug. Gallon ceramic, yeah. He holds it up in a, uh, uh, in a one-man toast, and then he just takes a big, like, three gloves. Glug, glug, glug. Breezy to add a dapple just like... Yeah. Boink, boink. <laughs> and he puts it back down on the ground, and then just sort of leans back. Just the bear, like, or the drink, just like dribbling down the yeah. facial yeah. hair. They broke camp just before sunrise. It's bulls. All right. What's your plan? That's a half dwarf in here. You know? So uh, the plan is to excavate and try to reveal, get eyes, get physical eyes on the keystone. That from there, I think you can do a lot more, uh, you know, useful analysis. Especially with a magic camera. Baron is gonna walk around the temple and find what looks like the shortest dimension from the outside to the center. Yeah, you'd already found it. You've already made the plan. You've already got everything. So yeah, you've, uh, made the plan last so you walk over. You, you've got you your head over. Yeah, and it's, it's the side because it's a, a, it's a rectangle building. In our uh, retro last week, we talked about. Uh, let's draw a map. Hey, yeah, I love maps. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, give me a uh, piece of paper there. Here you go. Here. Wait, wait. I think, I think I've got. Oh, graph paper. paper's even better. Sure, I'll use that. I mean, it's not gonna be that exact, but I need a. Uh, I like it bigger, like a pencil or something. Here's here's a variety. Or a pen. 
Or at least get Sharpies? No, no. It's fine. So you handed this to me, and that is now what it is. So it was. Um, so it is like. Uh, so the plan was to use Shatter Spike <laughs> as the ultimate digging bar, um, and Scrims <clears throat> move Earth. There you go. Perfect. Love it. Where's we have the a front? Map. <laughs> Where's the front of the temple? The big door. There nice. is no front anymore. Got sealed over. Well, no, it got unsealed. It got all put back to normal. Speaking of regeneration, a red-tailed hawk dropped a lizard in front of my students today that was still alive but had dropped its tail. It was a really cool moment. That's pretty neat. Why did the hawk an, drop the lizard? I think yeah. it's an omen. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that was yeah. an omen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure something terrible is going I think that means it's time for war. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one, of you, one of your students is experiencing heavy regret about something they've done. That doesn't make any sense. This is about me. God, I can't show no, the it's fucking door. I think it's all of us. It goes, it goes like that. Right? <laughs> I threw it backwards and I was like, what the You're fuck? Like, this door opens on two sides and comes to the middle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's, I mean, it's a big rectangle building. And then you got this, and then you have like these. Side rooms. It's pretty damn good. It's really just a crypt, isn't it? And what about the tomato plant? And then this is. Yeah, where are the tomatoes? I don't see them. <laughs> They're inside. This is the big post. Did they regrow? <laughs> Guys, if the tomatoes regrow, That's an we endless don't take down things. So we just start selling. But also, they come out of your tummy. Yeah. yeah. They just become a living tomato in your gut. <laughs> yeah, true. You have to <laughs> pass a full tomato. <laughs> so, I mean, luckily, I think I think my muscles could squish a tomato. <laughs> There you go. I drew, uh, drew a little map. So that's the inside. Yeah, door. Guys, bring it around. Uh, is the inside, there's like the plant boxes there. These are all the like little, uh, you know, where all the like uh, sarcophagi are. And then, uh, or catacombs or whatever there. And then uh, over there is the big main guy, and that, that's the the, post, the, the, the paint, the portrait. Very important. Uh, that's the portrait. Jerusalem has called the portrait. What'd you call it? It's so big. Justin's. Mine. Mine. <laughs> yeah, that thing's going on the ship, yeah. and he's going to bond it to Grumbar. Going to sew to the side of the balloon. Perfect. The balloon. Okay. Um. So yeah. we're, we're 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 digging. Uh, definitely enlist the services. The the mighty strength of Bearjaw. Heck yeah. We, we definitely definitely, we definitely use our plan to conscript the uh, the orc paladin of Grumush. To do heavy labor in service of our designs. <laughs> so tell me what is happening right now. Tell me yeah. what you're doing. So okay. we, we, we are a simple. Yeah, we are, we, are, we are simply excavating a tunnel. Oh, that's yeah. a lot of scrim. Yeah. Yeah. Scrims moving earth. Yeah. Yeah. It's my understanding that, that basically, I, so I can move soft earth. Um, but it was, I was hearing that we would basically be breaking up any of the hard yeah. stone stuff using Shatter Spike. Correct. So, so, so Scrim, Scrim's at, at roll here is going to be standing aside. He's going to be holding some crushed. Uh, earthworms with his foot wraps undone, so his bare feet are on the ground while he wiggles his toes. Gross. And grubs and worms and uh, another manner of creatures are going to basically be uh, pushing out soft earth from this tunnel that we're digging. Yeah, so a big part of excavating a tunnel is you got to break up all the dirt and you got to get it out of the hole. Yep. So you're taking part of the getting the dirt out of the hole part. And most of the other heavy labor is going to be breaking, making the hole and breaking it all up. Mm-hmm. So, so you guys are just breaking it by hand. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the idea. Baron had pitched some ideas of the paints or something that were like, ah, risky, weird things involved. Mock was interested in some toil. Like, yeah. he said, 
Well, we wouldn't be able to do I mean, any work if we simply use magical trinkets. I mean, it has been some time since I dug a good hole. <laughs> um, the moving and area is definitely... Well, we had to ensure the integrity of the hole. Surely the building structure is unknown beneath... Do we have tools? Is that... Yes. Like picks and hammers? Yes. We have yes. at least one... Yes, you do. Okay. Um, and Scrim says, <clears throat> leave, the, leave moving of a soft earth to me. It's going to be a lot faster than your stubby little hands. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's like a five-foot cube. Who are you saying stubby It's hands? a five-foot cube every round, so he's he can move. He yeah, can move a lot. Pretty, yeah. pretty efficiently. Jason's got his shovel, and he's not up there breaking up the hard stuff, but he is shifting it back to uh, Scrimcorn's range. And he's also got an unseen servant down there whose only job is, like, walking around like like a rag so you can, like, wipe off your brow. Uh, you know, if you cold, call for cold wine or something, you'll bring that. And it is still the elf dragon cultist God. spirit. And he hates this dragon. <laughs> He's bringing around some lemonade. It's hard-working boys. The, the, the group's getting more dwarf and, and more evil or neutral by the... By the level. As we go in further in, also, if there's any places that look like we need more support or something like that, Baron is leaving it to Drustin to use the paints oh, to yeah. put in supports to yeah. reinforce the tunnel. And as we get deeper in, the drift globe sheds light where the hey. corn is. The drift globe. You hear a voice from outside the tunnel. Jabba Shah, Belbal Dust Kural. As, uh... As Fuckers. Valden, the drow paladin of Shar, uh, continues walking the perimeter as uh, she says, the dead are still resting. She says, uh, she keeps giving that update as she walks around Boys. the place. As we, as these times have we cross the plane of the wall, are we underneath the... the yeah, this is just as you uh, cross the plane of the wall. She actually stands over where you are and she says, they're still resting. Oh, that's excellent news. Perhaps we'll be able to Study the keystone without any disturbance from within. What's Oilvane doing? Mm, I think he was like popping in and out of the tunnel just to see what's going on. Uh, occasionally, just trying to see if like you need me to blow anything up. Any uh, hard rocks? You need uh, any hard rocks? Shatter to do anything like that. Well, I mean, if the dead start acting about, this could get real hairy real quick. So we'll definitely need you then. All right. Aurora says. I got it down here! As you hear another <laughs> which he stabs Shadow Spike into a rock and it just explodes Whoa. into pebbles again. Yeah, like, yeah she's having like, She's not a bad mind tool. I was like, it's too it's too unpredictable. No, it's it's pretty predictable. Like it does heavy damage, but not like that bad. It's like exploding. Like yeah. if you're hitting a wall of war- of dirt, it'll just break it up. It breaks it's it not up. Like, it's not it's dynamite. Be, yeah, it's not dynamite. It's yeah. just gonna like Scrim Scrim does call out down the tunnel as he's hearing that, um <clears throat> Don't touch the keystone if we find it. When we find it. Agreed. Leave it to uh, some of their lot who seem to know more about this building. Scrim has some. Give, give me a moment. Let me know when we see it. Oh? Let me know when we see the keystone. Y- you're interested. What What? Uh, what piqued your interest, Scrim? Just want to make sure it's not rigged to explode on us. <laughs> Very well. Well, we'll have uh, dressed him with a brick stone before we uh, do anything handy. Does that work for you? I am also very familiar with uh, all architectural features that are about to collapse on you. And exploding traps. 
by mm. two familiar. Yeah. Where is Bearjaw during all this? Bearjaw is in the tunnel with them, just yeah. like carting stuff out as necessary, or one of the times she punching rocks, carts something out. Have you guys like fashioned a, a, a cart of some sort? He's doing a lot of soft moving, but I, would, I would imagine there's some like Boulder I would say I mean, it's like more like the milk, the yeah. milk yes, carton. Yes, she's like. Uh, like like ox muling it, or taking turns with shatter spike. I mean, it's a lot of it, it, it's it's tired real fast. It's still attacking. Just yeah. doing this. Ugh. Well, you uh, you stop. can't because yeah. you have to be attuned to it. That's right. Uh, but I could wield her. Yeah. Well, then just use her picks or hammers. I could wield her while she rests. Just attach her to the. When uh, Bearjaw comes out carrying some heavy things and plopping them down, uh, as she plops it down on the ground and then stands back up, uh, uh, Bogrush is standing there right over her. Huh? Is he taller than her? I mean, she's eight feet tall, so... He no. just matches her height. Oh! Oh, that's oh, oh god. Like we said, he's like three-quarters of That's not normal. Yeah, orcs are large. are not that large. That is uh, unusually large. It's like the light. So he... It's like the uh, tiger lion mix that's sure. bigger than both. What's the other core? <laughs> he... <laughs> Giant! <laughs> Minotaur. <laughs> um, we'll find out. He looks at Bearjaw and says... I still think it would have been better to just charge in the front door. Bergeron just kind of nods her head like, It was disgust. Don't get me all hot and bothered. The rest, Bograf. The rest of our party members are whips. He lets steam comes out of his nose. He blows out so hard. And he just walks away. He just walks away towards the front door again. He says, Oh, keep watch. Can you do that? Can you blow steam out? She had a flaming bald head. She can oh, throw a good booger. She does have a, a chick, dude. She does have a flaming. You think they would have hated Brittany if her head was on fire? Probably not. Probably um, not. Is uh, are the are the party member who's who's in the tunnel? Is it is it? Our Sounds party? like most of you. Yeah. Like most of us, but the but the hand of Ao is is not in there with us. They're either outside watching guards, scanning it, something like that. Yeah, the They're one not. guy that maybe had cause to do it is just lazy and drinking oh, beer. Yeah. So it's just us in there. Um, Scrin <laughs> is going to uh, to halt. His uh, his dirt excavation, um, at some point when he's closest to the uh, basically when, when he's near the, the the median of the group, um, <clears throat> and uh, takes a breath. It's also going to be exhausting for him, squeezing these earthworms all day. Um, <laughs> squeezing uh, the worms. And he's going to take a take a breath for Are a the second. Earthworms still alive? No, they're dead. Okay. He <laughs> usually is like killing something when you see when his his spell things he's like breaking eggs or like snapping rats in half or like something like that it's usually it's usually but not in blood that's really important yeah exactly not exactly he's not summoning you know this evil spirit kind of thing but he's definitely it's a bubble bubble toilet trouble yeah gotcha. gotcha um uh you're getting a theme Okay. We've been partying for long enough. First time um, I did not get the Do you serve bubble. witches? <laughs> um, wait, wait, and wait, he <laughs> and he takes a breath <clears throat> and uh, and looks around uh, and I hate that. I wish we had a name at this point for the group. Oh, um, we need that. Uh, and uh, because Scrim Scrim wait, rolls his eyes whenever we're talking Scrimis. about is uh, about party stuff, but uh, about like an unofficial party name. But he he takes a moment. He says. <clears throat> uh, and he says, friends. And you know, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't refer to the group as friends that often, but he is. Sure. Country um, man. And he says, I don't know the full story of that lot out there. But I serve the witches, and they stand against the witches. 
And this crew, has, we've fought side by side. We've relied on each other. We've saved each other's lives. My, my competence and my reliability is without question. And he kind of looks around at the group for like, Anyone to be like, mm, except no, no he's like, uh, I think stoicism from Mock's part, right? Drew stands yeah, looking at the others, like, Well, you didn't know a baby, <clears throat> or the witches did, <clears throat> the, and and Scream says, <clears throat> This I and Adric Amberhelm will suffer for his, for his crimes. That is what we're about. That's why this group is together. Well, that and Snowbay and Zamar. Yes, the hammer is also greatly important. Ah, yes, and a laundry list of other things we've somehow been sucked into. And, you know, maybe a little bit of friendship. Best looking at all of it. Best <laughs> friendship. Doesn't say anything. He's just like, do not forget our ba- our bladder ball competition. He says, he says, I, he says, he says many, many light-hearted times and heavy-hearted times. Yes. But those out there stand against me. I need to know that those in this godforsaken tunnel are with me. Bobby says, Scream, like I said yesterday, I'm with you, but I don't know if I'm with your witches. And in as much as they come for you, they're coming through me. But if they come for your witches and the ilk that they've made and their designs, I feel like you may be talking about Adric Anberhelm. And that's where, and that's where, I simply don't know. Uh, is the beloved grandfather that reared me and set me on the course that I know an evil, an, an, an evil man who deserves justice? Just as the witches that raised you from a wee babe also at fault in some unknown way? These are questions that I don't, we, we know very little about. But as for you and what you want, I'm with you. Still. He he doesn't like he's clearly not touched by that because it's not a it wasn't a one hundred percent I've got you. <laughs> no. But and he it, hears it was that, a little bit he like Amber Helm the witches right. in a bit. And he but you There's know a salt. you know Scrim is laser focused and utilitarian and he hears you he hears what you say and he stoically yeah. res, res, he responds to your stoicism with stoicism. It's the highest Compliment the stoicism could get. Like, more stoicism. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Uh, Baron says, I mean, if they're against you, I'll defend you if you if they throw the first blow, but don't you go throwing the first. I have no interest in fighting a paladin of Torm or a Vardhar. These are good people by all accounts. Uh... <clears throat> Uh, says, <clears throat> he nods and he says, <clears throat> attacking those paladins would be suicide. I, I have no intent to start a fight, and uh, I, I didn't I'd prefer to keep it that way. <laughs> Mock chuckles at that. He says, <laughs> for, for my, by my count, Ao's already pretty thin on servants, and by attacking us, they'd risk probably half their number or more. Hey. <laughs> Wipe out half this cult. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> gotcha. Destroyed it. Plenty more dwarves under under uh uh the loud bar to take my place. Oh, well, Bear Jaw is just like nodding her head with with these people and just being like, 
It is true, they are not our allies. They could be, though. Maybe. Seems. All is all possible, yes. But if the opportunity happens and you say yes, bear job, make punches, I just need one more because I agreed I would not. I just need you, one more. So you you'll find be the me. first I look to. Okay, good. Would oh, they be in favor of oh, harming them in any way? Oh, they have mental in snow any harm. Way? Uh, not even a they seem less against you than they do witches, yes, sir. It seems that anything that comes up could be solved through some thorough uh, theological debate. <laughs> Or some physical combat of some kind, like a trial. And so, I think paladins are probably more inclined to trials, my limited experience <laughs> with them. And Scrim acknowledges it, and he says, and he says, he says I, they seem more against my masters than me. But I don't know how their demeanor might change after this problem is solved. They seemed more interested than I would prefer a batch of strangers coming across our path. And isn't the timing strange of it all? Kind of looking over to Baron. Ah, Morodin did send us here at the same time they happened to arrive. It does seem auspicious. <laughs> auspicious. Yes. But it, it, beg my beg my skepticism. Uh, forgive my skepticism. But uh, your your deity sent us here. He doesn't say your deity. That's not. He says, Moradin sent you here with just a location. We don't I, know why he wanted us here. Could have wanted you to join. No, I could have asked again, uh, but I didn't. Felt naggy. Um, <laughs> for all we know, he wants you to wipe out a cult of Ao. Not suggesting that's definitely what he wanted, but... I haven't seen anything that strikes me uh, as fitting that. Aside from harboring someone whose actions certainly go against the justice of Morin. Well, I certainly, the Paladin of Grumsh, I can't imagine Morin would approve of him at all. Or Shar. Or Ted. Or Ted, for that matter. Really, so three of the five. Oh, Ted. All right, no, I, I agree that... That, uh, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's what he wanted but it's it's a it's a lot that that rubs me the wrong way well I frankly I don't know much about the three witches except for what you've told of me and uh, the claims they're making against them are a bit concerning um they are, do seem to be a bit unsavory for my taste, but it does seem, I don't know, maybe worth investigating more. And I will say, information-wise, they do have the upper hand showing up here claiming great knowledge about the wishes when we know nearly nothing about them. I'd say they are charlatans, but they seem to be of the discipline and accomplishment that belays that sort of talk. But still, that's not to mean that every word is trusted or every sentence isn't spoken in their own favor with their own slant. Is this news to you? Have you heard claim of witches being blasphemers amongst the gods or Eo or any of this business? The witches' enemies are without number. Much like Moradin and the hordes of orcs that would blaspheme and desecrate any of his, any of his people and 
and holy sights. Oh, I Moradin has his enemies and his allies. It's uh, but it's it's not the same thing. Moradin's enemies are, are well known, uh, and and though numerous, have a number. But as unknown are the witches, are uh, their enemies. Oh, uh, fair enough. <laughs> the obscurity comes in layers, <laughs> like a delicious mushroom. Maybe it's because they're um, trying to break into the Pantheon or something. Maybe they're uh, less or, or royal flesh and dragon cards, I would call that return. Uh, to no doubt, of course. No, not one for cards. <laughs> yeah, I am, but I lose to lose. He says, but, he says, and, and from their enemies, I have heard all manner of accusations and claims of, of everything from <clears throat> puppeteering great events to simply being demo- a demonic presence. And, and it's all hogwash. Is that something I would say? Well, back to the toil hunt. Unless there's more to be said about it. Well, Vane, like, he's, he's kicking around some dirt and he goes, uh, I've been wondering, you know, if we weren't here, what the hell would the hands of Ayo be doing to try to solve this problem in the first place? Oh, I'd imagine they'd probably Drinking rush in, find the center of the stone, and cause a great big ruckus, and you know, maybe make a circle while they dig down to the middle of it and smash it while killing hordes of zombies inside the temple. It's my guess. If we hadn't been at the Sunless Citadel, who was to say if another crew would have come through and con- collected that bounty? Would have been an easier job for them. <laughs> but we're the ones getting our hands dirty. Very dirty! And now we're actually getting paid oh, isn't for this. Nice. Well, this <laughs> is just ridding the world of a great evil. Sorry, brother. You're with a group of true believers. Ah, possibly. This one's on my cousin's tab, and I hope to be paid back. In one form or another. We I'll s- buy you a drink, cousin. We seem uh, to do a lot of work. Make it a whiskey, not a nail. <laughs> but look at that. They're just standing out there. I mean, can the hands of ale actually get dirty? That's what I'm asking. Mm. I, don't know. I mean, I've heard of rituals that keep a person clean despite all matter of grime upon them. Mm. Box you should go ask them. <laughs> if they, if he, they... <laughs> he hears that and he sees the drow lady walking by. <laughs> I don't really want to. <laughs> <laughs> Satisfied. As we continue to dig. And yeah, Scrim starts moving the dirt again. Uh, when you say back to it, Aurora, uh, shadow spike in hand, face drenched in sweat. Like her hair is just like, just like flat down, and she says, She's Are you sure you don't want to talk about your gods any longer? <laughs> Oh, Aurora, take a breather as you need. This is a long tunnel we're digging. We got more than plenty of muscle to go around. She stands up and she says, No, no, I got it. Unseen and servant, she, wipe oh, her sh- brow. Wipe her brow. And some ah! sweat just disappears off her brow and she says, I find that very creepy. I find that very creepy. <laughs> That's creepy indeed, Lassie. And uh, she takes stress. Shadow Spike and wanders over the edge of the tunnel again and kaboom, stabs another boulder. Oh I mean, she's God. probably just like, like gauntleted hand on like the blade and just kind of like chipping yeah. at it. Yeah. Point, right? It's no stamina left. It's hard. It's hard. Hard labor Good. with sword is a very like we're trying to build a tunnel that like a dwarf can stand in. I mean, 
Hopefully, bear job. We gotta get some swinging action up there. Like I don't know. It's I mean, that's twice the tunnel and just volume wise. Yeah, I'm it's, assuming it's, it's pretty small. Yeah. A, that is a more than two x work. Yeah, we're we're building this as small as we can. Maybe so. maybe we'll build a chamber at the end. Yeah. Yes. Get <laughs> a little antechamber, and you know you gotta have like yes. some ventilation. Foyer. <laughs> a, a jacket room. I uh, see Mob like signing the side of the tunnel. He's like, oh my God. what are you doing? Haven't run a little bit. She's a beaut. Thought I saw a flash of garden at us. Really just some granite and quartz. Uh what is the nature? Hey, I have the going down here. What's the you nature hear? of the underneath of the, of the foundation as we see? Oh, yeah. a single slab. You're not anything. like at the foundation, are you? I, I we was gonna dig it down at foundation level. I thought like we're like. Oh, uh, okay. I thought you were digging down further. So you're like you're like scraping the yeah, foundation, scraping, scraping the foundation, foundation like oh, okay. to, to learning what we can about the structure. I mean, it looks like a pretty uh, 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 normal bottom of a foundation. Something that Greg Lobbs has no idea what a bottom let's of. Let's say foundation. it's large stones and mortars. It's not one piece. It's like concrete. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, but if it's large foundation, again, a foundation, the fewer pieces, the, the stronger it will be. Yeah. So it's going to be like, it's a lo- big like huge, building. huge yeah. stones brought in probably on carts and then like mortar in between them. And so yeah. we try to plot our course in between some of the mortar. So we're just underneath like strong, full blocks ahead as like a really strong yeah. top to our tunnel. Precisely. Precisely that. All the things you just said. And uh, <laughs> internet suggests I have no idea how architecture construction works. Is it a bell bottom foundation? No, we're not wearing. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think those uh, are trousers. So she comes in. She says, "How's it going down here?" Who is this? Or is this Eddie? This is Edith, right? That's it, Edith. Edith, yeah. Town of Torm. She's uh, she's crouching down low. She's uh, got her mask uh, pulled up onto the uh, top of her head, and uh, it's a good look. I also. How is it going down there? Like what? What fraction of the to the middle are we? Yeah, you guys have uh, you guys are like probably considerably past the uh, the wall, and by your strong estimation, because you are dwarves underground, yeah. uh, uh, you're probably like uh, more than halfway to that middle point where you believe it is. Great. Says, Valden says that uh, seems like there's some activity coming from inside. We're drawing closer to the center. Yeah, you might want to pick up the pace. Can you lend any additional assistance with uh, powers or? Even the muscles would, uh, on your arms would help. And she says, we can swap out. Right, grab a shovel. And, uh, yeah, she just grabs, she grabs, she, uh, she puts down her shield, uh, uh, on the side of the tunnel, and her sword, she, uh, keeps sheathed on her, uh, sheathed on her belt, and, uh, she grabs your, your shovel. Oh, be careful with that. Came from the uncle. There you go, Justin. I've set you up for a conversation. From further down the tunnel, we got finally. You're <laughs> And she uh, she heads to the end and she starts uh, uh, digging at it. And she says, "That's a pretty cool sword." As Aurora just stabs another. Thanks for asking, my uncle Falderk was a very honorable dwarf. And he starts talking about his uncle Falderk a lot. I know, I know. You you talked about your shovel last night. I <laughs> <laughs> The craftsmanship on it? Now you can see it in the dark. She says, it is a very nice shovel. Tell him how much it weighs. Oh, oh, five, five pounds? But it's worth it. And how do you know? Because you can weigh it against our... I, I our Put your finger in the center. Find the balance point. Not where you'd expect. She says, I'm just going to keep digging. And she's, uh, she's helping uh, uh, dig towards the end. 
Uh, Baron, um, making a little conversation. Um, so how... I'm curious about Eo and how you came to serve him. It? She? I actually don't know. Is it him? They? She says... You've been doing this long. I mean, imagine you've been with Torm for probably longer than Eo, I would assume. She says, I've been doing this for the last ten years. That's quite some time. She, uh... She nods and she says, Depends on your perspective. Hi, I was thinking from a human perspective. <laughs> she looks back and like, she looks back yeah. and smiles and just sort of like cocks her head a little bit and continues digging. Once had a particularly long blink that lasted for ten years. <laughs> How, uh, she says Valden up top. She's been at it for a hundred. Goodness. What? Are there many of you serving ale or here on about? She says just us four as the hands. That's it. Only four. At least on this quest. She says, You're not familiar with others of your, uh... Order. Would you call it an order or religion? She says, she sort of uh, shakes her head and she says, That, uh, doesn't, neither word really, uh... uh, No. Applies in this situation. Just the hand. She says, We are the hands of ale. That's all I really know. Hmm. You met other groups or just your four? Just us. You get your directions divinely? Visions? She says, uh, it comes to us in various means. Mm. She says, oftentimes by way of our own individual gods. Mm. Torm uh, sends you a request from Ao down the chain, as it were. She says, that's how it works, yeah. Mark says. She says, you don't think that I would be hanging out with a uh, with an executor of Grumsh if it uh, if it weren't on direct orders from uh, from whom I serve. That did uh, set me back, I must admit, when I first uh, met you lot. So that takes a while to get used to, but uh, it has its advantages. Are there any, I don't know, internal squabbles? Do you, or do you all get along decently? She says, were you even paying attention last night? <laughs> squabbles. Were there squabbles? There were squabbles last week. There were squabbles? Okay. There were not squabbles. There were, dis- there were only disagreements. Okay. Spats. How long have you all been all for you? Have there been more? Fewer? She says, I'm the most recent to join. Hmm. Mark chimes and he says, uh, Oi. So ten years is the group that we are now. Oi. Interesting. He says, people have come and gone. Do you not find it, find it strange that you've encountered a group such as us? A, f- a follower of the witches in our presence? Here on the doorstep of a quest from the god of gods? Uh, seems a bit far-fetched. Anyone rolling up on my shop ha- during half the day, I'd tell him he'd drunk and head back to the bar for a few more pints before he starts spinning that yarn in my ear. Stranger than fiction, as they say. Well, cousin, the gods do have a bit of timing involved. Ah, strange. What do they have to do with my life? She says, I think your cousin here has got the right of it. He says, Morden sent you here. He says, and you're just the right people to help us out. So it's just the right people to help us with this, uh, uh, with this current situation. That sounds, uh, that doesn't sound like coincidence to me. I mean, if Moradin's gonna send someone, it's gonna be three dwarves who know how to dig. How she four? says, in some ways, you all serve ale yourselves. Right now. Oh, four dwarves. Grim lets out a sigh. There's a horrible eye roll. Digging a hole here. Did she to bring that asshole tag? She says, oh, that's our own initiative. He says, 
says, ran across him, heard his story, couldn't let him go. How long has he been with you? Boo. Weeks, months? <laughs> oh, it's only been a couple months now, I think. Feels like I think we last saw him back says, in It feels like a back. very long time. He is a bit tiring. No, he's the worst. He's terrible. He's my dad. He's terrible. What do you intend for the pale soul? To, to learn what we can. Just talking to him, or divine rituals to gather information, or torture? Well, that's says, a bit much. I torture will not work. Says it you is. Trying. Yeah. Uh, uh, How hard have you tried? She says <laughs> I have that's a good not the first thing I start with. Shake. No, uh, no, torture no. is. Uh, I don't imagine Torm would smile on that. She says there's a reason I'm the one in charge. But uh, says she says uh, because you are the strongest. She says these curses that he has on him, they are strong. They come from uh, the gods and very powerful beings. She says. Getting through them and getting to the truth and trying to uh, uh, to cleanse him of the curses is a lengthy process. And if we're not careful, it could kill him. Cleanse, cleanse him of the curses. Another one is called the I. Oh. Now she digs more. She <laughs> says, "He knows something about the witches. He knows something. Uh, he knows something about your friend Scrimcorn here, but he can't tell us." Do you have sex with the witches? Like physically unable to, or just? <laughs> Just Can't I remember or what? says that's the curse that I'm talking about. Oh, he says they put something on him. He says ordinarily to a person such as you or you, it would uh, most likely be a uh, a moderately difficult manner to simply remove the curse using uh, conventional says, means. Using conventional means, but uh, says but uh, he says I have encountered a few things that are certainly beyond my abilities. My Friend Oilvane here is afflicted with an ailment which is altogether strange and unfamiliar to me. So I mean, somehow I got this from my dad, but my dad doesn't have it, so it got passed on to me. Fucking asshole. Uh, uh, she looks and says, "You got that from your dad?" Supposedly. I mean, a wizard told me this. She says, "Well, oh, that is not very surprising." Uh, he says, "He says that poor man." He says, he's up to his eyeballs and all sorts of shit. Poor man. Mark harumphs at that and he says, Well, I understand that not everybody has an equal shake when they start out in life, but personal responsibility is very important. And uh, regardless of curses or whatnot, there's no excuse for some of his behavior. I'd be asking more about what sort of punishment can be levered upon him for an infliction on his boys here. If I were to, if, if I were Ted's father, I'd be coming down rather hard on him. He says, "I'm not saying he's a good person." He says, "He's quite insufferable." Mm-hmm. It seems he seems sleep slippery as an eel when it comes to any sort of retribution. And well, there is something to be said for the punishment fitting the crime. So maybe he's a right rotten bastard, but maybe it's uh, the affliction upon him is. Worse than he deserves. That Something makes that sense. to Mock for sure. Catches him uh, thinking a little bit. What's the manner of the curse? Of the curses that you... Not specific. Curses Living that you have found. Because so far, he doesn't seem so much in suffering compared to the things he's done. In fact... If the witches put a curse on him, they'd beat me to the punch. 
She said, uh, uh, she nods and she says, I have no doubt that you would, uh, that you would perform on their behalf and do anything that they say. She says, but. And she says, You poor thing. She says, but have faith that before the end you will see, uh, you will see the truth of things. He says, I believe it. I believe it is in your future. Scrim just as he like carries out another like glove because he's moving like the, the dirt. He's like dung beetle. In, like, one he's like a dung beetle. It really is like a dung beetle movement where it's just, like one glove that's like balling out. And as he's living, he just says, Ah, fanatics! And uh, you would ask the question. Uh, maybe he's like uh, I've heard of disease victims occasionally. There's someone who. Uh, they don't have any symptoms, but they're still a carrier, and they infect those around them without suffering themselves. Maybe it's something like that. Don't Are know. You talking about for his thing? Oh no, Ted. Uh, Ted. Wait, what? With what thing? The pale soul business and all the oh, curses afflicting him. Perhaps uh, suffer because of his curses. Perhaps he's oh, just oh, oh. Uh, he brings them to the world. You're talking about the personal suffering. Aye. Yes. Yeah. She says, yeah, that's, uh, he says, that is oftentimes the fate of these pale souls. He says, they are, uh, they walk around on this, uh, they walk around on this, this land of ours, and they, they simply spread the, uh, uh, they, they spread the misfortune of, uh, of the gods and powerful beings that have uh, come across their way to all those that they pass. Hmm. She says, to be spawned from such a thing. She looks at, uh, uh oil Oh vein. gosh, now you're getting it. And she says, I'm sorry. Why does he do this? Why does Cornel he do brothers. this? Why, does, why doesn't he just stop doing this? She says, why doesn't he stop being an unfortunate soul with no destiny? He says, that's a hard question to, uh, to answer, and probably only one that the gods would know. He says, I've never asked. Boxes and then you hear, fire the spirit over and he says, what will you do with oil vein? Uh, we seem to be getting close. Yeah. What what percentage are we now? That was like the first scream level, right? <laughs> scream. Uh, the first one. scream level? Like they scream and then they scream much louder. I mean that's what you just we that's what you hear from now. And that's what Mox says, like, ah, seems like the first uh, inklings of arousal. Ah, uh, Oilman, what would you what what fate would you have for Ted if it were to be up to you? Hmm. At this I mean, point, Scrim is dumb beetled back. <laughs> I mean, it's part of me, obviously. I mean, I just I wouldn't mind putting a dagger in him. But it I does seem know. like it's spread a bit since we first met you. Wouldn't it put him out of his misery and save the fate of the worlds? Kill your father, but figure out uh, your own issues, and uh, save the world from the rest of his curses. Seems overly simple. I, don't, I just don't know. I mean, if you if. Oil vein, like he's just kind of like he's thinking about it. He's he stops. Like, yeah. Mog actually kind of keeps rolling. He claps him on the back. And he's like, "I knew you were a good lad. It was bait. There's no <laughs> cause to kill your family because your family is is all you've got in this life. Many times. He's like, I still struggle with Adric and what we'll do when we're actually face to face with the old bastard. He says, uh, "We'll think on and talk later about he it." He looks at Mog in the face and you just his face is still confused, but he just kind of. Just puts his hand on your shoulder and just like still trying to process what's happening. Drew Sims yeah. heard that scream. And yeah. he now that uh, Edith has his shovel. Uncle yeah. Fowler's shovel. You hear another scream. Yeah, he goes 
If there's 60 feet from the entrance, he just stays there. If not, he moves within 60 feet of the entrance. He's going to cast Silent Image. 60 feet of the entrance of your tunnel? Of the tunnel. He's going to cast Silent Image. Uh, He disbands the Unseen Servant. Sorry, guys. A little... Uh, dirty sweat just pours into a oh, rose. Oh, so, so stingy. Yeah. <laughs> it burns. <laughs> and he uh, the facade of the temple. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, you found the great evil, Caitlin. <laughs> Are those the magic paints? They're gonna yeah. come real. No. And he's gonna cast silent like- image on the. Entrance, uh, which can be 15 foot cube, I'm assuming that's going to cover it, of untouched ground to make it untouched ground cover to be a capped tunnel to hide our. Is that appear to everybody? Uh, Yes, but if you see, I'm going to assume that the people who have seen him casting the spell see that it's an illusion. Plus, you can just tell us. Yeah. Yeah, you could just use your words. Yes. You you. I mean, he. Well, if he sees like the rest of the hands are like peering in, he goes, "I'm worried about the screams from inside. I'm going to uh, create a kind of illusion to hide the entrance." Valden uh, leans down real low to the entrance of the tunnel right before Drewston does it, and says, "You should be there, awakening." I that lot one great in you. How close are they getting to the center? Say again? How close are they getting to the center? Yeah, you're getting pretty close, but hang on. He's so doing yeah, this thing. he's cast that, and he's just going to maintain concentration on it for up to 10 minutes and then just keep casting it. Is that a it. cantrip? Nope. First but level. it's a first level spell, and he can cast it four times just with first level slots, and then a bunch of times after Sweet. that. Mark's like, oh, pick up the pace, double time, and get that, get that uh, grumpy paladin of Groomish down here. He's a large fellow who's not doing much with his strength. <laughs> he says, it will stick to the plan. He's watching the front door. Well, I bet he will. I'm sure he's happy with that plan. <laughs> no, he would really rather just go in through the front door. Wow. Well, and uh, yeah, you're uh, you're only like maybe ten feet away now. Let's make it happen. And you're hearing <coughs> more and more. Is there an urgency an now at this point? I mean, like ten feet. Like how big is this? Is this uh, keystone or cornerstone? Are we catching like the? We visually see the again. We're scraping the, the the bottom of the structure. Yeah, you don't actually know what you're looking for. No, we don't. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, are we? Well, we know what cornerstones look like. I'm so. assuming it has a corner. Yeah. Or maybe made of like a key. I think it would have a structural yeah. implication. Yeah. I would assume it would have. Different. I know. We yeah. should use our magic sensing powers. Don't touch it. Remember. Hey. Wilson. Wilson. It's actually a book. You open to the first page. And, uh, yeah, so who is, uh, let's get your little marching order uh, on your yeah, sheet here. the minis. Oh, but we do need Aurora. And we need okay. someone to represent yeah. Edith Piaf. We have a map. No, I just gotta oh, say, I really love my Hero Forge mini. Yeah, and now that Greg has, uh, is gonna have a 3D printer, we can print all the brass minis we want. Yeah. Yes, that's how it This works. is not brass, this and is the, the stainless steel. Oh, sorry. Stainless all the stainless steel. Or not stainless steel, just... 
steel? I don't know. There were a bunch of options. Is it coated with something? I don't know, but it doesn't it is, look like steel. It is plastic with metal powder mixed in to the plastic huh. filament, oh. and that is how they make it metal. He's a liar! We should yeah. see uh, if that's, that's how you can do a home one. I don't know. If their system uh, might be different. We should, I don't know. See if it's They use the resin-based printer, like so that might be See if it stains. <laughs> it said it was, like, steel, I think, in the options? Yeah, yeah. So it, it ends up being steel. Okay. And it's... I cast that Because it wasn't the bronze option. That was there. Bronze is different. Bronze, they print wax. Then they make a cast of it, and they melt the wax out, and then they pour molten bronze in it. Molten bronze. An actual cast. Molten bronze. What's your name? That's why the bronze is so expensive. It actually requires metal. That's actually not my stripper name. My stripper name is one half of the duo, Harry and the Bronx. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so pleased with that. Uh, so glad. So glad. I'm glad you're doing that. that. Still. Oh yeah. I'll so molten brown sounds like the name of someone who has to be like super tan. Yeah. You know, uh, can like I get a guy with like beer, an please? incredible. All right. Yeah. Let's get your caramel like you skin tone. Are you still looking for a mini? That's you. That has like a That's little bit of gold dust oh, on oh, it. Just perfection. That's not bad. Can I see it again? I'll take one if you're getting. Thank you, sir. Aww. Little, little thin. Giant Budweiser. I mean, thirty packs are a reasonable right, price. Let's, let's keep it. Can I have one, please? Let's uh, let's bring it back to the game here. I am bringing that to my game. Here it is. What is he in his race? Who? He is. He is human. Okay, perfect. Human with a lot of armor. And a sword. Uh, yeah, we, we got we got the Edith. We're good. Well, are we uh, in terms of distance from the tunnel entrance? Would sixty feet be like close to the back of the group or like over here? Uh, close to the back of the group. Okay. Okay. Oh, and Unga's. I'm good with scrum right here. Unga's outside as well, reporting to Drewston and dropping poos on the half orc. In fact, if you look at the half-orc picture, you will see Anga harassing him. Alright, Eric, waiting on you. Oh, we're good. No, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm just looking for another mini that we may or may not need at all. Okay. Um, there is your sharp resist. If it comes up. Hell yeah. Oh, she's so good looking. She looks real good. She is amazing. We have an amazing mini collection. We do. It's a very large Mom? mini collection. <laughs> She's called a drow spider priestess. Again, I mean, that seems... You have choices. Yeah. <laughs> we only have good or better. We never have none. Is she okay being picked up? Yeah, yeah. Or you can just push her with your push her butt with your foot and you can get her... She's just too afraid to get up that first step. So we're like here? Like Are the other middle? steps shorter? Is that how far well, you're mostly at the end because you're digging. Oh, 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 that's the tunnel? Yeah, that's the end. I see. Then yeah, then yeah, you're like right, right in the middle. There. Okay. As uh, how are you guys like clearing it off from the top of the foundation there? Like digging the tunnel. How are you clearing the top? Who's, like who's doing that? Because uh, that's like more of a delicate work here. Okay. Well, not me. Uh, the archaeologist, I would say. The what? The, the archaeologist. Archaeologist. Yeah, okay. he was with his that. shovel. So ex- well, so yeah. so give me a scene. Special what does it look like? So he had cast that. He's maintaining concentration, so he's going a little slower now. But he's going uh, back up to the group, and with his shovel, he's got it kind of over his head, and just kind of, you know, flattening against the ceiling, kind of comes to the ground, and then he shoves it back towards. 
So Grim. as Grim. he's uh towards Grimcorn. As he's chipping away at the, the dirt to you know to scrape it off of uh, the, the foundation there, he suddenly uh, uh, chips off a piece of dirt and sunlight blasts in to the tunnel. And uh, so much so, I mean, it knocks Drustin backwards. He doesn't fall over, but he, like, takes a couple stumbling steps backwards. As you see, the very stone that was revealed is just emanating light like the surface of the sun. Maybe not oh. quite, or you'd be dead. So the room is flooded with light. Oh, just like flooded with tunnel. light from this wow. area. Screams says, stand back! And then you hear, ah! as uh, a whole bunch of zombie screams coming from every okay. direction. Well, let's take care of this. Pronto. Come on. Scream on the spell. Scream, do it. Hurry up. Cast spell. No, no, no. Scream going. Go for it. Um, I'm casting find traps. Find traps. Find traps. Okay, what does you it do? sense the presence of any trap within range that is within line of sight. A trap for the purpose of the spell includes anything that would inflict a sudden or unexpected effect you consider harmful or undesirable. You consider harmful. Which was harmful. specifically intended as such by its creator. Thus, the spell would, uh, in the area of would find alarm or glyph of warding or a mechanical pit trap, but would not reveal a natural weakness in a floor on civil ceiling or something like that. So, so like a, a surprise party faces, would not be. I dedicate this spell to Timbers. And um, <laughs> and Scrim uh, 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 takes out uh, for any nature, any nature-minded people, to trap door spider. Yes. Oh! Yes. And he crushes it. And then he gurgles and looks and and looks in in that direction, and his eyes turn black. And he because uh, he's looking right at it. And he's and he, it's actually his eyes. Are Pupils burning. get huge. Um, and uh, yeah, he wants to know if basically this has been designed to have a harmful. Explosion. He perceives the keystone. He sees through the bright, blinding light, and he sees the very energy of the witch's power on the keystone. And it is, uh, it does, he does perceive, he does perceive a magical trap. Fuck! And the, 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 can you preserve the nature of it? Uh, no, it is, I believe, and let me double check, because I like this, a very loosely worded one. It's great for using against the GM. Um, <laughs> you sense the presence of any trap. Mm-hmm. So I can just tell if it's if it's there. The key's done. So it is, it is booby-trapped. Yeah. Through magical means. Um, okay, Scrim says... You hear stone shifting above you. You oh, hear there. footsteps pounding on the ground. You hear screams... Not deafening, because it is through a bunch of stone. How do you act with this? So, Scrim, um, is... He looks visibly taken aback. So you you guys got two pieces of information there. He is... He looks shook. He is shook. Shook. Um, but what he says out loud... Shook? Uh, he's... Wait, what's the first... Shook? Stunned? Like... He looks shook. He looks shook. Um, and, uh, he's... He's... Um, yeah, color drains from his face. And, he, and but out loud, he kind of like shakes his head, and he's like, goes into that like when he's like focused on a, on a task, and he says, "It's trapped. It, it's ready to do something against us if we try and fiddle with it. Be careful." He doesn't say no. He, he says, "We still have to destroy it." But Michael looks between Scrim and Baron and Drusen. He says, "Divine, Arcane, do something. What do we do? Do we call for Essen?" Do we have to extract it with calipers? You hear, you feel a rumble, boom, as dirt like all above you just like starts 
uh, uh, not pouring down. What is that like? You know, like the drips of yeah, dirt. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The, the trails of dirt, like as the ground shakes the and screams, Eden. He says, "Where's your drow priestess?" He says, "That shake would be bullcrush." What? Uh, what's? Why do you want the drow priestess? What's the plan with her? Uh, you guys already formulated the plan, so you tell me what the plan is. The plan was. Is. Sorry. The plan is. The drow priestess was kind of monitoring the perimeter. Yeah. Right? So she seems to, have to be able to well perceive them and have a, a probably foremost knowledge of their magics. And so this is a new effect that we're coming in contact. Yeah. She seems like a high on the on, on kind of like the order of operations person to weigh in on this. Well, let me take a look, cousin. So the plan is she comes in once you get there. You tell me, because you've already made the plan, now you're just executing it. So tell me I why. Mean, so well, I I, I'm saying this is not part of the plan. We didn't know it was... Yeah. It, well, I guess if we had Baron's a Baron's suggestion was give Bear <laughs> Job a hammer of all souls and never smash whatever the fuck it was. Yes! Yeah, but I don't know if it's a trap, though. Wait, wait, wait. Let me oh, take a look. You can tell me if you're pivoting. Yeah. Uh, and he's going to go up to it and take out his notes. He's not casting out probably because he doesn't have time to do that. But he wants to see if he can identify the nature of this magic trap by what he knows about magics and archaeology and such like that. Okay. And uh, so what's he casting? He's not casting anything. Just what he can tell about the nature of magic from what he sees. You're trying to you're trying to just divine it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. By looking at it and being like, oh yeah, with this kind of, of magic or this, or it looks like a standard this kind of thing. Okay, go for it. Um, is uh, this scrim tosses you? Uh, I'll, I'll roll. Ooh. The, uh, um, lucky cricket. Lucky cricket. Lucky uh, cricket. Throws a dying cricket at him. Is this Arcana or perception or uh, investigation or? Um. Uh, it is. It is going to be. A dexterity arcana check. Investigation makes the most sense. Okay. Go with investigation. Oh, that's gonna use my important, but now I don't have to. I get oh, a, lucky oh. a 21 passive investigation. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he steps forward and goes, Oh, it's made for this. It is. Uh, Drewston, uh. Yeah. Drewston sees, uh, yeah, Drewston sees, uh, 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 runes and carvings in the, uh, uh, in the stone itself oh, as, uh, 21, 22, 23. Is Drewston not uncovering it more? Uh, once it's happened, like, he switches tools. He yeah. takes out a brush. Of course. And, like, very flyingly. Well, are we looking for, like, on. yards of stone or inches or feet or how big is this thing look at first glance? How much is he uncovered? It's this big. It's uh, one foot by half a foot. Oh, okay. Like, he uncovered the whole thing real fast. I mean, yeah. he is uncovering it right now. Okay, gotcha. So and it's not real fast because he's going slow. Yeah. But, so. but the thing that he is uncovering is like the size of just a brick. Yes. Okay, perfect. Like the real uh, life, what you think of when you think of a brick. Stone. Great. Um... Uh, yeah, so 23... It's inlaid into a larger foundation piece with big stones. 23. Uh, yeah, so... Drustin sees, uh, uh, sees these runes, and he can see there's, uh, uh, there's warding magic 
uh, attached to this, like uh, what you might do to make an alarm, and there's uh, something here that would probably there's there's a, a magic. I don't know what the name of it would be, but uh, 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 some like evocation magic, like bound deep into this that will uh, uh, that will likely powerful effect maybe thrash out if uh, uh, if struck against. Does it look like something that uh, is uh, used once and done? Or something that's remade. These sorts of things would typically be, yeah. yeah was that done? Correct. Yeah. Uh, All right, bear. But it's hard to say how it might play with the nature of this sort of self-regenerating yeah, place. Yeah, and also the tunnel we have. Scrim says, do you have something? So oh. he tells you guys, well, it's some kind of evocation effect. Usually that means a big blast. I mean, I can use the same uh, blessing I used on Gary. Put it on Bearjaw. She gets a big swing in the thing. Whatever it's going to do to her, won't kill her. I. Okay. <laughs> Everyone else? Out of the tunnel? Unless somebody else has an idea. I, that I could no, try to like that curse, idea. but. Uh, I Jason like that idea. takes out a rope idea. and ties it around. Oh, sorry. No, no, you I, feel I, and hear another big boom yeah. as more dirt. Uh, maybe get a brickstone out. Yeah. Uh, and ties it around uh, Bearjaw's mighty waist. Uh, should we go to like the entrance of the tunnel? Yeah, walks to his uh, yeah, he just nods his head like at, at, the, at the plan as it's formulated and he books it towards the entrance. And then give him one last look at how the tunnel itself is holding up. As you're taking one last look back, you see some of the tunnel like starting like significant parts of dirt like like moving as then plunges into blackness. Mm. For, uh, for all of you. But Everyone does have dark vision. I have dark vision. And it is plunged into blackness. Well, you can't see it. Scrim says... Can I? Sunrise! Scrim says, Aziz Light, <laughs> which casts Daylight. What does it do? A 60-foot radius of Syria spreads out from the point you choose the Syria's bright light. If you choose... If any of this spell's area overlaps with an area of darkness created by a spell of third level or lower, the spell that created the darkness is dispelled. Uh... Okay, so let's play it out. So it's just so, plunged into immediate, it? complete blackness as Mox sees the cave, like, yeah. starting to, to fall inwards. And you hear say, Ah! Dems! He says, Aziz! Is it full Aziz light? It is Did Aziz light. He says, Aziz! Light! And the globe that has been glowing normally next to him, just shedding light in here... Is is always next to him. So the light blasts out from the uh, uh, from the orb, the, and the sudden darkness that you were plunged into a mere second and a half later uh, blasts into light again. And Edith uh, says, "Edith uh, says, ah, damn it, Valden!" And uh, she says, "I'm heading up." He says. Get out of the tunnel! We'll handle it from down here! And she uh, grabs her shield from the side of the tunnel, which already had, like, dirt half-covering, like, the top half of it. And she says, I think it's collapsing, by the way! And she <laughs> runs uh, towards the exit. You make an awful dwarf. Uh, <laughs> and as Mock has already dwarf. thrown himself into basically trying to... So, like, the top of the tunnel is actually the good news, right? It's pretty secure. It's a yeah. solid mortared, like, foundation, but, like, it's like an anthill, right? And a self-repairing foundation. <laughs> yeah, uh, to, to boot. But, like, an anthill, kind of, like, that's, like, kind of slowly degrading and pulling these... Like, the walls are kind of collapsing and creating, like, this, like, quicksand effect. Yeah, that's what's happening. Like, it's actually, like, widening the top of the tunnel as that dirt is displacing down towards the bottom. Exactly. And so, basically, the, the, the challenge is not to be kind of, like... 
caught up and literally just kind of like swamped with like the loose vibrating dirt. And so, I mean, uh, Mop just, I mean, screw the pythons, just basically stabs uh, Head Shaver into the, uh, into the kind of like the leading edge and tries to kind of like leverage some structural support at the worst portion and uh, says, Scrim, if you're not busy, let's get this loose turn out and clear a path. Uh, and yeah, and Scrim immediately starts trying to. Dung Beetle, Dung Beetle. Yeah, he goes, it. It's great for the full, for the long-term excav- excavation, but it is, it is not going to be quick in the collapsing tunnel. That makes any sense. Depends on the rate of collapse. Yeah, which we don't exactly so, know. But he's working hard. He's going to do a handful of earthworms. Uh, he's like, and yeah, is trying to. The intention is to belay the collapse so that everyone else can get out of the tunnel. Right. Who's staying in the tunnel? Me. Baron goes up to Bearjaw and lays his hands on her, or just briefly, and says, Moradin, protect my ally. Ah, let's see here. (laughs) Guard. Preserve. Guard uh, the breath of life in my ally. Uh, As a powerful flash of divine light. Perhaps uh, I say, do not kill me yet. Passing death ward on you. What does it do? You touch a creature and grant it a measure of protection from death. The first time the target would drop to zero hit points as a result of taking damage. The target instead drops to one hit point and the spell ends. Okay. Drewston is back in the tunnel and he's got the rope wrapped around one hand and the potion of giant strength in the other hand. I forget when we got this potion. I forget too. All right. And he's just standing there. He's ready to pull if needed. Okay, where are you? St- sorry, where were so you? He's further back in the tunnel. Basically, he imagines she's gonna smash the thing. It's gonna explode, collapse the tunnel, and they'll Kill all pull me. her out. My body will be dragged out like yeah. that. Yeah. I feel like it's gotta be at least partially binary. Are you in or out the tunnel? If you're in the tunnel, you're subject to risk. If you're out the tunnel, yeah. You're if back. you're in the tunnel, it's collapsing. Slowly. So are you going to take a risk and be in to any degree, or are you, you going to be fully throw out? throw out a brickstone? So you want a brickstone near her. Mm-hmm. Uh, have Baron call for it. Baron! Oh. Er, not Baron. Baron! <laughs> Such as I am. Please. Drustin, if you could make a, a brickstone near Berja, I don't know if you'll have time to make it out to the tunnel if this thing collapses. I And he takes out a sacred brick from Kundrakar. And throws it out and goes, uh, and uh, it's gonna create a, like a brickstone entrance near. Brickstone entrance right next to you in the uh, in the tunnel behind <laughs> you, nice. like maybe like ten Very feet nice. or so. Okay. You're like, I better dive into this brickstone tunnel. And then we pull it out. <laughs> More rumbles from above. This time, a huge one does not sound like the other ones. As uh, it must be something collapsing. Oh, yeah. But Jason will go out of the tunnel with the rope, basically. When, when Mach is the last person, he'll pull Head Shaver and kind of remove his structural support and try to, like, wade out, leaving Bear Jaw yeah. to face yeah. the stone. Bear Okay. Oh and then we'll go out the tunnel. Whenever, uh, whenever uh, to give it to the, a little bit more time for structure, uh, Oil Vein, like, you still got your hand on his hand on your shoulder, and then yeah. he casts his. He's good, he's running his dimension door for whenever we need to oh. get out of there. Yeah, you so. tell that to him. You say like, "I'll get you out." He'd be like, "All right, we'll give it to the last minute." 
We got some time. We got more time. Mark. Mark, and then he's saying he's trusting Oilbang. He's gonna hold the tunnel by Bearjaw some time to. Uh, uh, if, if people, if she hasn't swung it, he reaches out again and says, Murden, <laughs> strength of the breath of life in my allies. He casts yeah, aid on go. you as well. Nice. Increase your maximum hit points by five. Oh, nice. More of the tunnel is starting to come okay. down. Who's the first out of the tunnel? I think I was the first coming out. Jerusalem, when you peeks his head through the illusion, peeks his th- head right. through the illusion. Oh, uh, he sees out there as well. He sees upwards on the wall. The uh, Valden is just got one hand on the wall and one foot on the wall, just like attached to it, like Spider-Man as. Uh, she uh, shoves her hand forward as a purple beam of darkness uh, uh, blasts forward, and Drewston turns his head and sees one of those uh, crazy, like, running on all four zombies coming around the corner. She just blasts it, and it flies back several feet. And then she does it again and again as more of them are starting to come around the corner. Next. All right, we're going to do uh, this. So he will come out trying to look as inconspicuous as possible. <laughs> Don't mind he's really me. floating with that boundary of in or out the tunnel. Yeah, again, like, uh, yeah, he's like it's, only it's like halfway through the illusion, though. <laughs> it's, it's, and you hear Valden say, You should probably break the keystone soon. That's the goal. So, so Mock gives like the, the eye to eye to Bear Jaw, like, Are you gonna swing that hammer? Because we need to get the yeah, fuck bear, out. Bear Jaw's ready. She's like, She's just waiting on She's just staying with her. Because like, he's, he's, he's got a teleport out. It can only take one person, so. Right. No, but you're not in the tunnel, right? Baron went in the brickstone. Oh. In the brickstone. Oh, yeah. He went in the brickstone. Oh, yeah. I figured he was gonna be there with Bear Jaw, because she's gonna get stuck in there. Their current plan of record is to get out of the tunnel. The bear jaw oh. is the emergency. So let's, let's get all the coordination going. Okay. Who's Baron, staying in? Who's going out? Baron, Baron goes out then. Okay, okay. So is out. What, like, Mock is closer to the edge, and he says to Oil Vein, "Take Baron and just like uh, take Baron and don't forget my weapon." And he lets go of Head Shaver and just starts wading out toward the tunnel through the uh, through the dirt as he pulls his maul off his back. When you say toward the tunnel, I don't get. Sorry, it. toward the ex- exit of the tunnel. Oh, so. Mock is leaving as well. Mock is leaving right now, and basically he's leaving yeah. Oilbane to teleport Baron out with Head Shaver. To teleport Baron out with Head Shaver. Because Baron was gonna, he was gonna be in the Brickstone, and now he's agreeing. Let's get the fuck out. Yeah. So yeah. There was a last minute. Who's of staying in the tunnel? Oilbane is still in the tunnel. With her. When she swings, nobody. No one. That is okay. Now, that's so. That's this what Bear does this represents. Just to make sure this represents. The area is clear. Roll out. It's just buds. these two guys. But he said well, Bear, he's teleporting Bear now, which I don't... Is Bear oh, yeah, because he, he was going to teleport out, like, basically to... You should take somebody I thought him. he was going to teleport Well, because he wanted out. to make sure that Bear doesn't get stuck in the brickstone somewhere. Well, I mean, oh, okay. if I can have time, I'll just start waiting out, too. Okay, there we go. Then, then that makes Scream sense. Scream shouts Everyone out but Oil and Bear Jaw! Good. Bear well, what is, so are you going to do something with that? Oil I'm just ready. He's got a rope. That's oh, it. Right, okay. if needed. Okay. A rope is good enough. That's good. This is good. Baron gets on the rope. It's chaotic. Everyone's yelling. Baron goes in the brickstone. Someone says, we have go in the brickstone. We have pivoted from the plan. No, no. There's <laughs> basically, people were trying to make best decisions. And then right. basically, what it comes down to is this. There's time. Like the collapsing tunnel, we're like, are we getting inundated all of a sudden? Right? Like, you can basically take the area that we've excavated and turn it into like a one inch gap spread throughout the entire. And that would be mean we're buried and dead. We have time. We have time, and 
Mach wades his way out. Baron, casting another spell, wades his way towards the exit of the tunnel. And Oilvin has time to like make his way to Bear Jar. Is Hitchhaper still in there? No, 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 no. He takes that. He takes that then. There's time. There's time. did a dung beetle load on his way out to help get people out of there. So that's. Well, Vane, like, as. As uh, Bear Jaws kind of getting ready to make the hit, she looks, you know... She looks great! She looks real happy! He did it here. It gets too loud, it's rumbly. Well, she, she's yelling you at you, but you probably can't hear it. You're probably in, like, loose dirt at this point. Well, whose knees? Because my knees are That's greatly loud. Not quite to yeah. your knees, but your shins. My shins! shins. And, uh, well, we are shin high, that is much for you. Yeah, you're getting through. Alright, so, okay. Bear, so Jaw Bear Jaw and okay. Oil Vein are left. Bear Jaw should like inside this there. the best. This okay. Be such a good As a, so more and more of you get out. So Mock, Bairn, Scrimcorn, Drusten, Aurora. Wait, is Royal Vane gonna get hit by a giant spell? Giant I mean, it's spell? quite possible at this right. point, but I mean, he's taking a risk. He's yeah, a big boy. Royal Vane in there or no? Royal Vane just had this thought. Yeah. What does he act on? I might die. That I might. That the giant spell might hit him. Is yeah. That, uh, He's, he's hoping he can cast Dimension Door fast enough. Is he ready? Is he readying it? He's ready. You can ready. Uh, yeah. He what, knows he's going to cast For what it. action? Uh, once Something attempting uh, to Bear hit Jaw you. hits the... Uh, Just hits it. Because yeah. it may nothing might happen. Uh, okay. yeah, but not, not being destroyed leave? or anything. I'm just trying leave? to get clear. I'm good. Do you get to leave? I have a save from death spell on me, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. Okay. So I don't feel too. Is worried. your plan for her to hit it once with the hammer and then you leave and the tunnel no, collapses? No, I'm gonna hit it. That's between it. them two. That's what I, everyone else is at. It's literally gonna, just them two deciding the final right. detail in the so last what, what is your plan? Oil vein signals. He's like hit hammer. One, he points one finger and then he points at himself you, and he's gonna go. You, okay. you can talk. You're so, right next to each other. Well, yeah, but it's yelling. Okay. 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 You can yell. It is loud. It's loud. It's okay, not, no, that's yeah, good. You're gonna hit it once. We're gonna see what happens. Okay. And I'm gonna jump out here. I'm looking forward to hitting it eventually. If you want to. Baron yells. You could wait in the brickstone. Yes, there is brickstone over there. Brickstone. You won't take damage. <laughs> yes, he's right next to you. Oh, he looks at the brickstone. He is, uh. He's okay. Go in the brickstone. Alright. So he's gonna, he's gonna wait. He's gonna give it I will not time. judge you for Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, he can dive out of the brickstone and do You are okay. squishy. He wants to cover the bases. Okay, so Bear Bairn. Uh, Mock, Bairn. Where is Scrimcorn, Drewston, Aurora, all right outside the uh, slowly collapsing tunnel. You also see uh, Valden has uh, scurried along the side of the building as she's continued to just Scream. blast these zombies with uh, with these purple beams of energy. Cool. And, um... No, that's... Mark says, we're holding the tunnel entrance! And, uh, and then you see uh, Edith just running forward with a, uh, uh, a sort of glowing light as she just starts uh, swinging and chopping down zombies and, and spinning around and being awesome. Correct. Good job. <laughs> and uh, imagine like uh, prequels Jedi air. fighting, just like lots of spins. Yeah, <laughs> lots of spins, lots of spins. She's spinning around. She shield bashes a zombie and then stabs it uh, uh, right through the throat. And uh, but then, just you know, a few seconds into this fight, you're seeing like the ones that were down, like the heads 
reattaching, and then they slowly get back are they up. Breaking through, like we're here to hold the tunnel entrance. Yeah. Like, are they breaking through to us, or are they're they not contained breaking, at the They're not breaking through to you yet. They are being contained, and you are still hearing loud crashes and uh, uh, not explosions, but like thumps, booms. thumps, and booms coming from around the corner. And you see right. dust like like fly out from the side. Yeah. Okay. Am I, am I good to go? Bearjaw. Okay. Right. What do you do? Okay, Bearjaw, well, I don't know if this is appropriate in the sense of, like, we're not really taking turns yet. We're um, not an, an initiative. Not an initiative, but I think it's... You tell pro- me what Bearjaw does. It's appropriate to rage here. Um, but the way she does it, as she's, you know, that's not quite right. Um, now, you know she's got this, like, giant jaw of a bear, like the lower portion of a jaw. Yeah, on with her, like uh, on her pauldron, and so yeah, h- hence the name. Uh ha ha. And she she takes her her opposite arm and she just takes it and she drags the like the underside of her forearm over the teeth of this jaw, Ugh. leaving this really long like bloody gash. Gash, which does it does it pretty well. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like a primal. It's an abrasive abrasive yeah. wound. Abrasive wound. For, for great impact and she the bears as she does that her eyes kind of cloud over in that that darkness and um, then she sees this her goal as she's been like planning on it and uh, she's going to pop that inspiration for that. Mm-hmm. Good. make sure we do well here and oh well, I guess I don't really have to because I gain ins- I gain advantage on strength it's not really a strength check, is it? Roll an attack roll. It's an attack, so I'll keep doing the inspiration. Use your inspiration. Yeah. Can you throw it? Yeah. Um, I don't think it makes sense in this small space. I think it just I just have to stick with what makes sense here. Yep. I would love to throw it, but I still get a plus ten no matter which one I do. Okay, here we go. Okay, 19's pretty good. So a 29 total. Uh... 29 total? Yep. You rolled a 19? Yeah. Nice. Jesus Christ. So plus 10 bonus? Plus so, 10. So, yeah. so close to extra damage. So uh, go ahead and roll your uh, roll your damage. Okay. So since, so you, since you want to. 8 plus 7 plus 2. 4 plus 7 is 11 plus 2 is 13. 13, please. Please and thank you. 13? Yeah. Okay. So she... What does this look like? Um, She's, she's not throwing it. She's she's tall enough where she doesn't actually have to go very far to, to reach the spot. Well, it's a short tunnel, too. So it's more about uh, We didn't have a whole lot of time to get a whole big room. She's punching it yeah, with the top of the hammer. So, you know, it's like trying to break a literal ceiling she's by like going like this. Slowly Boom! straight, you know, it's, straight it's, up into it. It's a and really tough maneuver to do unless you have incredible shoulders, which she does. That shoulder so, press. The explosions shoulder and booming from right above now. are nothing. <laughs> Compared to uh, uh, compared to the force that oh, the uh, that explodes outwards from this cornerstone <laughs> as Bearjaw's mm, mm-hmm. hammer of all souls, the weapon of Borden himself, the forged in the fires of all the things Baron talks about. All Sent the soul forged by Morden the soul very forged of the blah blah, and uh, yes. slams it up into the cornerstone, and from the outside, you guys all. Feel the ground buckle beneath you as the tunnel immediately starts collapsing inwards, and even parts of the building 
crack and just cracks form up all around uh, the building here and some of the zombies that were uh, running in your direction start to uh, stumble as well and uh, yeah I mean you guys can't see what happens in there uh, Bearjaw you are thrown way back onto uh, well you're just into plunged, you're plunged into darkness darkness has dark vision light but you have dark vision which means you can see in zero light Correct. No, yeah. dark light. No, no, dark, no zero, zero light. light. Zero you see light. as a dim light. This is, is not used to that. People. That's right, it's for pitch black. Yeah. She is not used to that. It's so, weird. So it's still weird. I mean, uh, so Bear Jar gets knocked back, and then Oil Vane was behind her, probably. Oil Vane, you were in the Brickstone. That's what you told me. Yeah. That's what you said. Okay, I you are in the brickstone. I'm in the wall. Where, where is she to thrown? Protect to protect you from the explosion. Where is she thrown relative to the brickstone? There is not much she can be thrown, so she just poof, slams backwards and uh, and takes uh, an enormous amount of damage. One million damage. <laughs> it is. Thanks for that brickstone. Seventeen. Yeah, it's a, uh, the brickstone's Ooh. a hunting lodge. <laughs> mm. oh. Oh, it's like, it's like, like oh, Earth and pine time. Yeah. I need more d10s. D10s. Two right here. Everyone give him D8 so he's another different. I got, I got a pair. He won't count. Anymore. It's D10s. Things are all the same. Your 10 D10s. Hey, one more. My D10s. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Matching D10s. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sweet. This is very sweet. Four D10s. That's, uh, that's zero. Okay, that's uh, 10, uh, 21, 30, 47, <laughs> uh, 50. Uh, 56, uh, 57, uh, 57, 57, 57, uh, 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 the damage type is, um, is there a holy? There is, there is radiant, radiant, radiant. Okay. 57 so radiant have that. damage. Are you, you radiant. have resistance to radiant damage? Everything but All psychic. Damage. psychic. Yeah. Wow. 57. So half that is 20, 28. And I have those five temporary no. hit points. Yeah. 56, Four. which is yeah. 25 yeah. plus three. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. 28. All right, done. Well, I don't know what method I you still use. have 57 hit yeah. points, guys. So Bearjaw is like, it's, she's slammed, but she's still Bear there. Jaw. And Oil Vane, you can see through the entrance after the like dust clears. It is pitch black, though. Do you have dark vision? I have dark vision. You have dark vision, so you can see out the brick storm, and you can see bear jaw just covered in uh, it's radiant, so it's uh, uh, like a burn, I'm glowing like, like a, a burn, just like glowing That's a little holy, bit. Holy, 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 holy bear jaw, holy bear jaw, holy bear jaw, bear jaw. And then you see the foundation above me. you with the oh, cornerstone God. still there, inlaid in the thing. There are cracks in the foundation. Okay, is the All cornerstone right. still Do glowing? It again. Uh, uh, oh, that's right. It was glowing uh, a bright light, and yes, it is. It's still growing, it glowing. It again. So, yeah, it went into, it you were plunged into darkness, and then the Don't glow reappeared. The okay. crack above you, uh, uh, go, you hear a loud boom, and the crack forms larger. All right, I'm going to do it Can again. You pull it out? Pull it out? No, I'm going to destroy it. Very well. I'm going to destroy that thing. Okay, so I, I don't have anything that can give me an advantage... Reckless well, hang attack. on. We're gonna move on from you. So wow. up top, the uh, uh, up top, the swarm yeah. of zombies rounding the corner are starting to break past uh, 
the Valdin's uh, uh, Valdin's onslaught and Edith's uh, uh, and Edith's spinning, uh, and they are starting to move towards you all. What do you each do? I have zombies heading my way. Yep. Fireball. <laughs> that is that fireball. So I, you roll saves. You uh, want damage? What do you want? Yes. Well, I do averages because there are a lot coming at you. Sure. Let me get the damage on you. Bear uh, Role play is the main. main absolutely. Uh, ba, 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 ba. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I love how there just happens to be exactly eight of these particular d6s. Uh, nice. So Baron reaches for his hand at the oncoming uh, undead swarm and says, "Moradin, grant me an ember from your divine forge and burn my enemies." As he uh, launches a huge, uh, well, not huge, a uh, little blast of fire which goes forth into the midst of them, which then explodes in a uh, a, a fiery blast. Zombies are slammed against 34. the uh, the crypt wall and thrown, uh, you know, thrown clear across the, uh, the 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 plain ground to the other side, and. Uh, but as the uh, as the flames burst upwards and then start clearing, more zombies are still pouring forward. Mach. Mach is using only his pushing attacks. Basically, kind of trading some deadliness for the opportunity to kind of like bring to bear like a lot of half strikes, just driving them back, just buying time and uh, and just trying to just bring to, to, to bear his strength on, on the line. It's, he's he's in a line fight. He's in a tunnel fight. He's done there, that before. There's just like, yeah, there's kind of like lines of these zombies pouring in and he's just, just trying to like bear them back and not have them cross the, 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 the line of defense that is now Baron and Drustin and Scrim and, and Mach. He's just like, hold the line! Beat them back! We're buying time for Bear Jaw! Drusian uh, is going to cast another silent image of uh, just a couple of trees in front of him, between him and the zombies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah trees pop up. He start one right around. Like puts down the uh, or like holds the cork of the, the potion of giant strength in his teeth, although verbal capote. So he doesn't. He drops it to the ground <laughs> to the soft ground. Um, <laughs> Uh, and he takes out his little Super labyrinth and flicks it, and the rainbow light goes, and just these trees are between him and the zombies. Big, thick trees. All right. And then he picks up the... The, the rope, and he's still, and he's like, got, got it ready. It is, like, collapsing inwards, but there's still a tunnel there. Yeah. Uh, oil vein. How oh, wait, you're in the brickstone. Yeah. So, let me go to Scrimcorn first. Scrim takes the, uh, uh, hunches down and takes the form of a swarm of compies, the dinosaurs, <laughs> um, and, uh, positions himself basically as a, as a layer in front, because, and, uh, makes use of his sentinel ability, so any guys who are trying to run past the swarm, run past the swarm, are just being, yeah, they're being hamstrung, they're, he's getting, like, their feet, he's trying to decapitate them as much as he can, um, not necessarily kill shots, but just kind of... Messing them up. You can't um, kill them. Take their legs off. And this is my large swarm. This is a large swarm, and so it is just, uh, just it is a chaotic mass of zombies. How big is a large swarm? It's two by two. Oh, that's a big so, swarm. So yeah, so it's a it's a it's a large space. It's two by two, but they all have their hands in them, and they say brick, and they just. <laughs> um, and so it it just it adds to the chaos. It is a very chaotic. There's a whole bunch of zombies coming in. Now there's a whole bunch of zombies and dinosaurs fighting. 
Yeah. It's a recurring nightmare I have. I We're like better off almost pinning them. Mock calls again. He's like, Scrim! The roots! Entangle them! Um, uh, Scrim is deaf to your calls. <laughs> oh. He can't communicate. He's a dinosaur right dinosaur now. Dinosaur time! <laughs> he turns and sees the dinosaurs and says, Even better. <laughs> you hear a buzzing. A buzzing? You hear a buzzing. Like a bee. Swarms of butterflies. And then you start, oh, then you see some beetles flying in the air. Uh, uh, just fly, whipping, as you guys are all like looking at these zombies, holding them back, just whipping past you, flying into the zombies, slamming into them, just slowing them down only a little bit. Then as more and more and more of them come, and uh, then you see from up above the sight of Gloam, the paladin of Thardhar, as he jumps down from the roof of the crypt, lands on the ground, and he just shoves his hand forward as... Uh, uh, the the beetles just increase in density tenfold as nice. beetles just fly forward, slamming in to so all cool. of the uh, zombies. It's so many of them that it's like knocking them over as they're like continuing to try to go forward, but it's just keeping them off balance. Plague, beetle plague, and uh, <laughs> he's seeing someone. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Bear Jaw. You horny? Okay, Bear Jaw's gonna continue hammering this thing. All right, do it again. Literally, all I've got is my one. Nine. Okay, so that's a nineteen. That's a nineteen. That is enough to get another square hit right on the thing. Roll the damage. Squat in the. Okay. Uh, that's a five plus seven. That's twelve plus two. Fourteen. Fourteen damage. Um, uh, it slams into it. This time it does not create the explosion that it did last time. This time it just connects and she can feel, I mean, Bearjaw has become very attuned to the, the power in the Hammer of All Souls. I mean, it is a primal divine power. I mean, it is forged in the fires of Moradin's the Soul Forge. Forge. Soul Forge. It is, yeah, Forge in the Soul Forge. It, is. it probably, like, glows, too, when you hit and it. And she, like, yeah, when she slams upwards, she can it, like, feel the, the thrum through the like, handle. Much more so than she normally feels when she is using it. When she hits good. it, good. she can feel the energy, uh, uh, the energy in her hands, like, as if it's fighting back against a strong power. Yes. And it just thrums, and uh, she... Uh, there's a blast of energy outwards from the stone as more cracks form. But is that a crack in the cornerstone itself? She thinks. Yeah. As the ceiling above her collapses, collapses down. down. Fuck you. Not directly above am, her, but right behind her. I am super strong. Right in between the brickstone and bear jaw, the foundation huh. crumbles downwards. Whoops. All of them is peering out the door, tried to reach out. As that was happening, he was not able to. And then Oilvane sees a figure standing there, having fallen through from the ceiling, and you see the body and the face as he looks towards looks towards Bearjaw of Father Further. Father Further. Further. Is the face? We took that face off. Oh yeah, face came came back. Face came back very (laughs) next day. Face came back. Thought I was gone, but face came back. (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't know that song? Oh my gosh, we'll, we'll regale you another so, time. So, you see this face <laughs> no! of Father Odrin. Father, no, yeah. I've not seen this picture before. <laughs> this is on the portrait. Why didn't well. you guys just leave when you saw that? <laughs> well, it was also a right large now. oil painting. First, we had to fuck around with the body a bit. Yeah. to poke him a bit. Beardra <laughs> smashed his face with a hammer. I she tried did. to fix it. And now it has grown back. Are, and he, uh... You're imbalanced when Scrim is not here. Is we need a... Judgment is Is there a door on the Brickstone property? Let's go poke it. No? It's just a doorway. A doorway. Listen, there was, there was some cool shit in his little sarcophagus. <laughs> um, roll... A uh, roll a Constitution saving throw DC seventeen. A Constitution Whoa. saving throw. Uh, huh? I can't see you. I can't give you a portent. Oh no! A constitution saving throw. Oh, where would that be? Hey, Plus hey, six. Hey, there you go. Did it. Yeah, it did. Wow. All right. That's an Solid. You will take half damage. And half of that. And half of that again! Give me some D8s. <laughs> Only take 500,000. Give me my D10s back. <laughs> oh, there are D10s million. right there. You took them all so to try to give me that? Fine. Well, I did, I, they look close enough. Yep. I need D8s. I got, here's my D8s. I got D8s. That's it. Someone took all my D8s. Was it you? He's gonna roll his D10s and count the 10s. Uh, it's 8, uh, 11, 13, 14, uh, is 22, so 32 necro- uh, uh, half damage because you passed your save. 16. So, s- 32? Yeah, 16, 16 necrotic so half that. damage. So, 8. 8. It's raging. A very modest. <laughs> wow. So what he does is- what Father Further does is, as he lands down, he just reaches hands forward and places it on Bear oh, yeah. John's shoulder. She makes unflinching eye contact. Bear with knows him. that one. And uh, 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 and Bear Jaw just feels. Classic. She just feels she the battles uh, him with her the with like her body. not searing like but just a uh, just a, a withering in her shoulder. But she grits her teeth. Not my tricep. That's and my best muzzle! You know, I was wondering how you're gonna maintain your rage, and now we gotta figure it out. Now we gotta figure it out! <laughs> that, well, well then you to see do this happening, do you do anything? Right? That's true. Uh, teleport Father Further out, and we'll kick his ass. Oh my yeah, God. teleport bring, bring him out! Bring Father Further out to do us, it. and we'll kick his ass! Jump on him! Do it! I can't teleport and cast. Well, I can teleport and cast a cantrip, but. Dude, just teleport him out. We will bring fire on him. He takes up the brickstone to Father Further. Uh, the answer to the brick, like five feet. Five feet, okay. Because right. Bit, He's right there, you, you were really see close it. to rubble between you and, and him. He landed between you. He you might have to crawl a bit, but definitely doable in a round. Oh, yeah, you look out, you see Father further, and then up in the hole that leads in here, you see a lot of zombies like starting to like swarm in towards this hole as well. Okay. Uh, Oil Vane, he uh, he runs out of the brickstone. He Scrabbles. wants to angle himself in a way that uh, kind of so that uh, which we call it. Do I want to? Do we want to like pin him? So we have. It's you, Father Further, Further, and Bear Jaw. Wait, is he really a Nazi? (laughs) And like five foot. Father Further. Okay, (laughs) this is like the three of you in that bathroom. Is there any way? (laughs) What do you? What's your intent? In terms of position, like, is there no way to move around at all? Of course. No, it's like a it's a super small tunnel. Okay. Power tunnel. Now I was trying to figure out if there's ways to like attack without having to attack. Air jar. Oh. Uh, you're trying to. You, you want to. 
Okay, you, you do what you want to do. You want to do what? Your allergy. Well, if I can attack without attacking you at the same time, too. Okay. I mean... That's fair. You, you can, but you're not going to one-shot this guy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I like the teleport idea, personally. It's teleport? Yeah. yeah. They were telling you to guy teleport out. him teleport out Teleport him out well, to us. Well, it's got to be a willing creature, though. Oh. Uh, I try to convince him then that this is an best interest. Now we use a persuasion. Persuade. Check. There you go. Are you this willing? You know you want. Come on a little ride with me. You know you want to get out. Join me. Let's you want leave. some sun? Let's get out of here. <laughs> you and me. Come on. Hey, what are you doing after this? Um, <laughs> Let's leave all this behind. I feel like oil vein. Like he sees father further. <laughs> no, I don't. How many hit points do you have? I have forty-nine. Forty-nine. And you have not even resistance, right? I do, that. I have resistance. Okay. Unless um, it's psychic damage. When we actually come up against, against the person who previously had a smashed face. And uh, he uh, casts you can and as our scorcher. A thirty foot line of fire nice. coming from his uh, from Moilvin's direction. <laughs> kind of positions his hands in a formation that allows him to uh, shoot a streaking laser of fire. Uh, so can Father Further beat a dexterity fifteen? Father Further. A fifteen? No. Nice. So he takes full damage. Full uh, damage. What's the roll? Dexterity? Yeah, he's, he had to be dexterity for oh, Yeah, you gotta roll dexterity. I can oh. roll two for that. Oh. Because you can see it coming. Double it, man. Oh. It doesn't matter. <laughs> 13 damage. Oh. 13 Man, damage. too big to, to dodge in this scenario. 13 fire damage, and oil vein will expend six. one of the sorcerer points to make sure you get half. Oh, you so still half get half. half. So half of a half is yeah. three? Takes three damage. Half of 13 damage. And then she takes half. And then half that. Okay. Yeah, so that's three. Ugh, I am singed. And one of my triceps is weakened. 13 damage to father further. Yeah. 13 that is yeah, so fire good. damage. Gosh, damage resistance is the best. So that was almost like a... I made that spell of willing ally. As soon as he spots yeah. farther further, that sounds much fun. All right. Cold fools all over the place. Okay, got it. That's such a good idea. Next up. I wanted that. Next up. Uh... Father further, pop down. Back up top. Up top. The zombies are uh, continuing to swarm, and they are uh, getting to you. I'm going to use the... Yeah, like, what? what's the stakes for us up top? Stakes for you up top, it... Oh, God damn it, I didn't want... Death. 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 Or... Disease. Cake. Cake. <laughs> Cake. Okay. Accidentally boot up. P.O. Trumpets. Get out of here. Not both. <laughs> okay, um... Well, shall I dip my so pull up the Pull up the mob rules. Um, and then pull up the guy, the zombies here. Sorry, I'm looking I'll never for never decided time. There's no time. It looks like we're going to just drink four Budweiser's in like three seconds. Okay. Uh, Baron, what's your AC? My AC is 19. It's back. 19. So they need to get a 16 to hit you, which is uh, pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Baron has a giant shield emblazoned with the symbol of Morden on it, the, the anvil in flame, and he's etched? wearing. It is embossed, embossed, so this is like a raised from the from the metal. Okay. Nice. And uh, he is wearing embossed a scale mail from a dead dragon cultist. Of many centuries ago, 
But it's been dwarfified. It would have been dwarfified a bit. Two damage from their clawing. Clean. And five damage from their biting. And uh, another group is heading towards Mock, who is uh, who is taking them his, head his on and trying to beat back the masses. But they're I'm thinking so many. Arya Stark. There. And uh, you got a, a similar group coming at you, cool. which is going to be four damage for the clawing. So that's a slashing. He's also AC nineteen. And f- uh, oh, right, I didn't check your AC. So yes, then it's the same. So then and five piercing from biting. Four clawing, five piercing. Yes. Got and then who else is on the forefront? You've got uh, Scrimcorn here. What's your AC? Uh, I am a bunch of dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, I, I am, am dinosaurs. 13. It's very low. 13. You are 13. Okay, so they only need... Ah, okay, so they're going to do three of them. So We are Enigma. We are as, Scrimcorn turns into a swarm, but then a swarm of zombies just swarm in swarm around swarm. him, and they're matching his number of little compies to the number of like zombies that are just like coming in, digging them up. So it's you've the worst got thing uh, for a swarm. two, four, ups four. Is you got eight damage uh, for swarm slashing. On swarm crime. Uh, I have resistance seven. because I am a swarm. Okay. And then the piercing is going to be ten, uh, uh, thirteen piercing. Six damage. Excellent. And, uh, Drustin, uh, for the moment, is behind the trees, and the swarms are just going to the visible enemies, and that's everyone so here. while he's there, oh. he'll also cast another brick stone right next to him. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Lay another brick stone. Inside, back so that if he pulls on the rope and steps into the brick stone, he's still pulling on the rope. I love that. Because the, the rope can go in um, Aurora has got uh, Shatter Spike out, and she is just stabbing and swinging, and uh, uh, but they are getting past her and like clawing at her as she like lets out a scream and then uh, slashes another one. Like we all know what ten damage means to us at this level, but yeah. we don't know what ten damage means to Aurora. Her she's, level. I mean, she's getting immediately like hurt. Uh, uh, she's got like a deep gash and she's like taking several steps back from your line. M- Mach is going to spend some one of his superior dice to kind of offer a goading attack, which offers. Uh, Disadvantage on anyone attacking, not him. All right. And uh, uh, if, if they fail, uh, wisdom DC saving throw. So What's the he's going to try to. This is something that we're entirely abstracting because yeah. of the numbers. But he's basically spending some of his resources and uh, offering to take more damage to uh, prevent some from going Aurora's way. Uh, yeah. Call it another five damage as uh, uh, Mock does this maneuver and uh, it blocks a couple of the uh, zombies swarming forward uh, towards Aurora and Aurora just catches Mock's eyes as she then goes and just continues just uh, back to the brickstone if you need. In. Stand your ground if you can. She says, I've got fight left. Aye. And uh, she's swinging at the zombies. What are each of you doing? How is them attacking you? Baron summons another ball of fire and aims it not for the ones who are attacking us closely. I imagine there's a pretty good swarm coming our way. Yeah, they are. So he's looking for like... They're starting to climb up around the like corner. You're around the corner from the front door, right? And now they're starting to climb up around the corner of the building just like scurrying along as the other ones are going along the floor. That's wild. So he's gonna go for like, by the baseboard, if you want to yeah, imagine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, 
but out of range of us, he's not looking for friendly fire here. As he uh, directs his attention and says, Moradin, grant me another ember from your divine forge and burn my enemies! As again, uh, DC 15 decks for a whole bunch of D6s. As again, a little bead of fire races out into the thick of all of them and it bursts forth in a blanket of flame for right, a blanket of flame that's yeah. a 10 that's a, 32. that's a 10 that's a 10 that's a 2 so that's a 32 that's incredibly fast edition it's just all 10s <laughs> all 10s 30 uh, uh, 32. 32 excellent uh, that explosion just blasts up and a whole bunch of them that are on the wall it just what it does is it like throws them up enough where they just lose their grip and then they're just flying through the air and burning as they then slam and back down the ground. What you described kind of uh, narratively about how they reconstitute, it involves physically their bodies moving together. So if you yeah. send the torso there and the head there, well, it takes it's longer. That's going to take a little bit long more time, right? Yeah, it's, that's how you kill one is you go, all right, so we killed one. You take the torso, I'll take the legs, and we just travel in opposite directions. Like a stay, and then that should work. It keeps trying to go the other way. Um, Lock it up in the cage. The maybe it's as simple Don't as that. open that. Cut them all in half and put them in different pits. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so you blast them, and uh, again more go flying. It's further away from you, so the ones that are still on you are still getting you, but thinning the crowd in front. Mock. Uh, he knows Scrims can handle his own. He knows Baron's got got a, a, a stick of skin as him, if not better. But Aurora's still here taking knocks and trying to stand her ground. And Drusen is the man who needs to have uh, to give needs space for the trick up his sleeve. Okay. So Mop is going to spend his action surge and two more of his superior superiority dice to use uh, a goni attack. Ooh, sorry, two attacks per round. He's using the rest of his superiority dice. So it's four superiority dice over two actions to create just a whirlwind of of both destruction but also defense. Like there is in this next wave, there's not a single zombie that could that will have basically advantage. That so all the zombies that are trying to attack anyone but Mock should have disadvantage. Right. Oh, oh, I see all of them. That's basically so. Basically, I'm 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 saying I'm using four superiority dice. Yep. Of my five, and two, my action points, so two full action turns to try to spread that across the horde. Uh, and basically, if you're not attacking the Mothley, you should have disadvantage. And in, and, and in addition, he's doing massive damage uh, to them as he just goes into a stance where he's just like whirring his, his glaive like a bow staff. And just, uh, and it's, it's not just amount of rate of hit, but it's also where he's putting it. and following Scrim's lead, he's going all for ankle to thigh and just carving legs and creating piles of like legless zombies that he then just kind of like is, is stacking up like in drifts, in defensive drift piles to try to just stem their force and cause them to kind of sort of navigate the, the this kind of like more complex terrain as they close in more on the on the, the, the mouth of the cave. Amazing. Scrimcorn. Uh, Scrim remains as, uh, as a swarm of little dinosaurs. And uh, and yeah, just keeps it. He's got multiple attacks on this. He has two attacks, so he's um, just as time is going on, he's just swarming around more um, and kind of positioning himself to 
the swarm is in the path of the the highest density of them. So if they start moving around the drift that Locke is making, the the swarm kind of moves where that opening is um, to just catch as many as he can using using his powers of locking things down and distracting them. But slowly but surely, individual uh, dinosaurs, as you guys see, are being stomped on or sliced <laughs> or bit. So you're hearing little squeals and screeches as swarmy swarms. Swarmosaurus. Drewston. Drewston gas fly. <laughs> yeah, he gives Onga! And Onga lands on his shoulder and two big barred owl wings or swamp owl wings or something like that. Some creepy owl. Uh, sprout from, yeah, sprout from a green glow around him. And he lifts up like 15 feet into the air. Still has the rope around one hand, the bottle of giant strength in the other. He'll be able to drag 650 pounds after he drinks the bottle of giant strength. Very good. Doesn't weigh that much. All right. And uh, Jerusalem flying in the air. And then uh, what do we see? If you're oh. carrying all your stuff, then yeah. Uh, and that illusion goes away now. That's his name. Uh, Gloam. Gloam, the half-dwarf, having uh, uh, the zombies have closed in on him and the beetles have stopped as they started attacking him, and he grabs uh, uh, in two hands. It's too big. They look like, uh, they're like flails, but at the end, when he grabs them, the two heads of the flails burst into fire. They are just like globes of fire, and he starts swinging them around as uh, as four fire ends just start slamming into zombie after zombie, just boom, 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 as they uh, blast the zombies backwards as he just swings these two uh, these two flails around. Not doing, a, he's not doing a lot of like, the, the flails themselves are like performing acrobatics. He's mostly just like moving forward and being the central point of this. Wow. Uh, contrasted by uh, Valden, who uh, up on the wall has stopped firing her uh, purple lasers. And uh, she just, she immediately just disappears, leaving a shadow, uh, a shadow on the wall behind as she appears behind a zombie. Stabbing him straight through with her uh, with her staff as she had uh, before it was a staff or spear it was hard to tell what it was but uh, it reveals itself now to be quite sharp in some fashion. Blade in the top. As she just slams through and you see that the end of the staff has got like just a faintly like so darkly glowing sort of purple spike at the end that you swear it was not there when she was holding it before. And as soon as she stabs it through one, she disappears again and reappears behind another one, stabbing forward again and then disappearing and then reappearing behind another one and stabbing forward. Of the 200 population in the building, what percent are outside now? How many, maybe, how many have we drawn from the building? Maybe 60, 70 of them. Close to half. We're out here, yeah. Okay. And you still are just hearing boom, boom come from around the corner as blasts of smoke and dust are flying from around the corner. You have not seen Bogrush this whole time. We have not. He's been deep in scroll. The double foil guy was in there. That's the paladin of Thard Har. That was the dwarf who was in the beetle. The jungle dwarf. Half dwarf. So he is a half wild dwarf, which are the jungle dwarfs. Which don't tend to associate much with the yeah. 
Fairly isolated. Half what do you guys call the half dwarves? There, there are mountain dwarves. We have mountain dwarves and heel. Gold dwarves. Mountain and heel. Gold dwarves, yeah. Gold dwarves. Gold dwarves. Gold dwarves. Gold dwarves. Gold dwarves. Yeah, so he's a he's half he's half wild dwarf and serves Tharhar. I'll see. But he looks very human. Wild dwarf in the sack. But uh, yeah, bear jaw, oil rain down in the tunnel. Continuing as farther further, the zombie. She's gonna ignore the shit out of that guy. Focus entirely on the shit that he's taking. I appreciate your decision. Roll. Yeah. Another nineteen. And I thought you were rolling with advantage before. Reckless. Nope. That was for saves. That was just saying. You got me reckless? Um, well, I don't know if it makes sense in this yeah, case. You, you, you get 20, you, you, you double that damage. Honestly, it's, it's a 19. I, I don't... You, you don't I mean, I can. It, 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 it's totally up to you. It's totally up to you. I, I don't know what's... What you, you are getting attacked now, now so... Well. No, it, only it, it makes a little bit stone. more... Sure, we'll, we'll roll another one. We'll see if it matters. It's warning. No. Reckless attack. That's fine. It's it's reckless, because she's... It's being reckless to ignore. What does this look like? Now she's got... Father further is like falling down. He's gripping her shoulder. Even through the blast of fire, the oil vein sent, his grip is just still, it's squeezing in on her is shoulder. It, is it on her arm with her hammer or not her hammer? Her muscles give it a uh, sense to go. It's her not hammer arm. Okay. So I, mean, I assume she's double handing the, the hammer because it is first. You said she was stabbing like this. Yeah, sure, that's fine. But anyway, it's her non primary so, arm. It's the, one, it's the one with the bear, uh, the bear jaw. As she's, uh, he just reached down to like <laughs> grab her. She's got mostly exposed skin, right? So yeah. he's just like grabbing the skin, and she can just feel that. Uh, feel the burn. The necrosis. No, the necrosis. no she's, uh, she's ignoring it. She's going to continue hitting the. Uh... If you do two handed, it's a versatile weapon, so you get that D10 instead of the D8. Ooh. Oh, that's true. Don't, really? Yeah, that's what that little, that's what that little thing is there. Long oh, swords, that's shadow spike. What you have it there too? Or axes. Oh, yeah. I thought that was only for hammers. Okay. Whereas other people in the group yes. can wield it with two hands. Only you can wield then it one-handed. Then yes, and that which lowers my armor class by two. I think that's so. true. Instead of the oh, shield. because you have a shield. But if he's using spells, that's fair. Well, uh, well go for it. She, she already rolled the shield. attack. I wanted. To, I wanted. Just wanted the explanation. Okay. The so yeah, narration. I'll 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 narrate as two-handed then, and and drop the uh, drop the ten. Drop the. All right, so give Shield. us that narration. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, the narration being, uh, yeah, this guy's got his hand on her, so she's not going to, like, use her shield. Uh, drops it, uh, holds the hammer with two hands, kind of gives him a little, like, watch this, and then, <laughs> you know, swings upward and kind of a... Whew, like, like serving a tennis ball um, up into the... Just one of them. Just one. Right? One what? You pick two. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, the narration is what we're focusing on. Yeah, right that's why. So was... she serves. She's she's swinging at how? What does it look like? I, I don't. Yeah, she's just. Um, I, I just described. It's so like swinging like upwards. You're, you're bailing. You're bailing water from yeah. sink a rowboat <laughs> vertically. Vertically. Right. Oh! <laughs> Slams up. Roll the damage. Okay. Uh, four. Four plus seven. Um, is eleven plus two. 13. 13, 13 damage as the hammer of all souls. Wait, you get two attacks per round. You're yeah. barbarian. I yeah. do. Oh, we haven't yeah. been doing that. Um, so as I she... I do that more. 
As the hammer of all souls connects again, that force of energy she feels through the uh, through the handle of this thing. Uh, she can just feel it fighting back against this energy. And when she slams it up, it actually sticks up there. Like it just holds on uh, for like just- Like a magnet? Like a magnet, like for Bitch. just a moment as she okay, feels that energy thrum, and then it all goes black. As the light winks out and immediately uh, just an explosion comes from in here, but she can barely even hear it. It's just a And then she hears and sees nothing. Oil vein, you uh, see it just wink out into blackness in front of you for just a moment. Even with dark vision blackness? Even with dark vision. Even with dark blackness. vision blackness. Wow. For, so the moment what happens, happens, yeah, what happens after the moment? Well, it's dark, you don't see. Yeah. Like yeah, but what happens is <laughs> completely different. Of darkness, unless it's yep. still dark. So in other words, you wait to see if the moment passes. Well, it's like he doesn't, like, it was like, what happened? Oh, that's, not, that's not the right music. The last thing you hear is farther further. The music sounds like You found the false cornerstone. Like All the undead double in strength. They grow in size. Farther further. What about this one? Oh, yeah, farther further. Generates two more harms and whips out his lightsabers. And the dragon shows up. Sorry, I had to reset all of my. He starts coughing for no not the right music at all. Okay, let me let me get to my let me get to my folder so we can switch the uh, it's the pace. Cool. Cool. Press briefing one. Is it the doom, doom, doom. It's not the press briefing. <laughs> I love the press briefing one. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I mean, that's the greatest hits of Thursday nights. Come on. I mean, sometimes you just got to give a little fan service. Sometimes you just have to play the. What's the? Oh, okay, I know. Well, so my my player here, my player here is actually uh, screwed up. Is he one of the witches? Is it? Are we all the witches? This is, this is a pretty sharp belt, but that that was witch power. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what you wanted. Um. Anyway, so. <laughs> Thank you. What's this one play? Oh, classic. That's old school. Not bad for Oh my god, everything's off by one. That whole time I've been playing a different track than it said it was playing. Index zero, not index one. It really is like that. Which meant that entire time I was trying to play the Scrimcorn track, it was playing a different of Kevin's tracks. I still like it. I was supposed to get a Scrimcorn track? It was still good. When you started your conversation, I was trying to do a new thing. It was still one of the originals, but... That's why it didn't sound... Okay, that makes sense. Um... Blackness. And then... Your vision comes back to you as you can see uh, uh, just the thick dust in the tunnel as, uh, uh, as you see Bearjaw holding the hammer of all souls, the keystone dim and cracked in two. Ooh, good job. Father Furher, uh, uh, Father Furher, further. <laughs> you guys did this to me! <laughs> he said it was a bunch of Nazis and now I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> Fasa Fasa? Father Further. Alright, bring it back. Father Further. Father Further is stumbling backwards against the wall and like knees buckling, and you see his you see his face just rapidly decaying. It really is just completely ridiculous. Let's be honest. And 
And then it just turns into uh, turns into just bone, and then tur- starts turning to dust as he falls down up top. Each of you blasting, swinging, flying, uh, flying stabbing. Sees all of the zombies. I mean, they are in fast motion forward. So what they do is they fall with momentum. So they just like trip over themselves and like slide into your legs, and the ones that were attacking just fall down and you see them rapidly decay as their skin sloughs off and then their bones turn to dust Ooh. and then just uh, piles of bones. a lot of dust. dust. They go full Thanos on it's it. 200 dust. <laughs> 200 skulls just dust. The tester. And then the building itself. You Ooh. see cracks. Slowly, slowly start to form in the structure. Aurora's like, we have to loot it now. It's like, no. We need to get Banerjaw out. It's okay, it's putting uh, money on the planet. Get out of there! Okay. You have, you have the fucking fishing line. Hang I, on. I mean, I tug on it with my ten strength. You feel the tug. <laughs> okay, I'm The tunnel away. is pretty small. You'll have to, like, army I mean, crawl it's through. mostly collapsed by now, I imagine. It is very collapsed. Do you want Scrim, can you... Up? Clear five feet. Bok grabs the line and starts. Oh, pulling. but there is a hole into the crypt above you. Oh uh, yeah, do you go up there and Drewson goes? Ah! That was kind of what I was thinking. If I just go through the hole up there, I can run straight through. And you become a zombie. Yes, that's oh, what happened. That's, that's how it happened. Well, what do you do? That's why I do. He's still I got his dimension up. door thingy. Yeah. Yeah. I climb up. I go so up. climbs up, which pulls against his she tether. Snaps. Yeah. She just oh, breaks yeah, the rope. She cuts the line. Oh no! She cuts the line. We've lost no, her! <laughs> Don't go back in the tunnel, you fool! Release the rope! Fly, you fool! Ah, you fool! Did you oh, want. Are you gonna climb through? Okay, go up. She already did. Okay. She climbs right up. It's real easy to climb up. That part's wide open and yeah. widening. There, there, so It's like a story of distance. It's like the thickness of the foundation, which is like a few feet. Yeah, yeah, it's not, not hard at all. Okay. Uh, what do you do, Oil Vane? Uh. The well, question was like, I don't know if uh, I ready Dimension Door earlier and I can only cast that once. Is it for you didn't stuff? end up readying yeah. it because you oh, said you readied it against her hitting one time and then you didn't want to do that. It has to be a specific action. Yeah. Only can readies for one round. Okay. So. So you still got it. You can do whatever you want right now. Uh, well, just do. I think I'll just Misty Step up top because I can see through the crack and I can just pop up. Okay. So he's in the crypt Pop now. right up into the crypt and you see immediately towards the door. I mean, it's daylight out there. So. Towards the front doors, which Kalen so uh, beautifully drew a moment ago. I don't know where it went. Right here. There we go. Uh, The front doors have become completely mangled and turned into like a huge pile of rubble. Like you're looking out towards that that area. And you see a panting, uh, you see like a heavy panting Bogrush just standing at the threshold of the door. Rubble all over the place, pillars collapsed, Uh, the ceiling is partially collapsed here and he is just holding his weapon wide-eyed, looking around, it's covered in blood. What happened to him? (laughs) Oh, and zombie corpses, well no, now it's just like turned to dust. You see the last of like zombie corpses just, just turning into ash and the little bits of ambient wind just starting to like pick them up into the air. So the whole place is coming down. The whole place is very slowly coming down. Oh. Bits of chunks of ceiling. Just a little bit. It's like, just like a little piece falling down here. Hmm. So Ilvane, who he sees, who else in the building? It's a bug, bug rush. Just her. Just, just, 
Bearjaw. Slowly? The only other living person in there. Bearjaw, strong. Let's go. Let's get out of here. How, how, can I determine how far I've got or how long I've got to the door reasonably where she is I mean you're standing around like looking it's not it's not coming down on you okay I'm gonna I'm it's gonna just go the cracks into, are like I'm gonna go back to farther further's <sighs> realm home so place. you're running deeper into I'm going the crypt. Deeper. I'm gonna go deeper in if, if I've got time I'm gonna go deeper in what are the rest of you doing uh going to the front Baron is concerned about bear jaw. The tunnel looks pretty collapsed from our end. Yeah. He's Tunnel's gonna run around to the door. Actually, he doesn't know anything about the hole, so that doesn't make any sense. He wouldn't have known about the hole collapsing because that wasn't communicated. Tracy so cast sending on Bearjaw. What is you say? <laughs> what is words? What does make face? Cookie cookie sounds. Cookie, cookie. Are you all right? That's one word. Bearjaw. Yes, the I... rope got cut. Yes, I am great! I have done so very well! I can't send anything. Well, super, super. Are you explaining anymore? Inconclusive with Bear Jaw. Yeah. <laughs> she could be like, is that what you say? two legs and an arm and be yeah. like, I'm amazing. I'm great! I've conquered my foes and said, I'm on ready top. to die! <laughs> never, been, uh, like, never been better. Never been better. Every other word is like first. Bogrush yells around the corner. They're inside! <laughs> Oh, if Olbin and Benchol are in there, they'll be alright. None of us should charge him right. after Mox them. going stru- structural it's role. It's the big lady and the scrawny one! Structural role. Is the normal-sized place... lady and the scrawny one. Scrawny <laughs> uh, Is this place actively collapsing? Yeah, he's... What do you want to determine? Very slowly. Okay. Uh, Not naturally collapsing, like it, it, it's it's an unnatural collapse. You know, Mark is taking on the moment to look at it, and what he's seeing is not like a materials kind of failure. What it looks like, what it looks like is much like what was happening to the corpses. He's seeing the pristine stone slowly start to just get more weathering on it, like more and more, and he's seeing these cracks that are forming are they have the pattern not of trauma. But of age, just age, unmaintained. They're just, they're, and they're not. He can tell they're, they're not. They're not forming by like a crack spreading. They're just so, appearing. Moxa is doing immediate mental math. Like he, like we know how old this is, right? This is centuries old. Yeah. yeah. He looks at the thing and he's like, eh, like unmaintained. Nothing happened. He's just like, yeah, this building won't stand. And so. You know, he starts making some generalizations about spellcasters, and he <laughs> yells to the uh, dw- the drow woman again, and he says, "Do what you can to keep the structure alive. It's coming down." And he looks at that scrim, and he goes, "More of your roots, scrim. Support the uh, you know, buttress the columns. It'll collapse Not if we don't give it time." Those columns, those are purely a decorative. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, scrim reforms into his half elf form. Um, but he doesn't have it entangled today, so mechanically he yeah. does nothing. Um, <laughs> oh, he, he prepares a healing. He gets a healing spirit well, out. We we RP'd that you had uh, entangled yesterday, so unless you made changes... Well, he I, may have made changes. It was overnight. It was overnight. He slept. I, I'm saying, unless you made changes. He RP's entangle, entangle but I put healing spirit out. Yeah. To, okay. to no, no, he, he slept. He prepared a new set of spells. Unfortunately. I like your I'm thing. sorry, brother. All right. <laughs> That's twice! That's twice, Scrimcorn! So that's what Scrimcorn is doing what? He's casting Healing Spirit. 
Oh, he's just doing healing spirit, not health. Okay, so Mach yeah. is sort uh, of commanding. And this. He's, he's basically, yeah, he's basically making structural comments, and he's trying to go around to the front to see uh, whatever okay. uh, at, at kind of call of Bogrush. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the call of Bogrush. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. at the front. You see yeah, it. Yeah, this oh, is yeah, where yeah, you've yeah. been. You're fine. You're 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 there. Okay. Um, what were each of you doing? So that was that yeah, was Mach. That's Mach. That's What's Baron uh, doing? Baron hears the call and starts running around towards the front door on his stumpy, short little dwarf legs. He's there. Takes him a bit. Takes him so long. Do you want me to come back to you? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> um, and he looks at the inside of the door. Does he see Barajah and Elvain? Or are they... Are yeah, yeah. They he sees them running deeper in. Will you enter? He yells at him and says, What are you doing? It's going to collapse. Come out. Barajah doesn't respond. Because she's already responded. She's like, I'm good. Yeah, actually, yeah. Scrimmel also yells yeah, Brother! Get out of here! <laughs> Uh, Oil Vane, as he's running, he looks back to, like, you know, recognize that he's being yelled at. But then he also points at Bear Jaw, kind of with a worried look in his face. Well, stay and with he keeps, him! He keeps running, yeah. <laughs> it's not collapsing fast. Yeah. I keep saying that, just so, to be clear. Uh, in terms of not collapsing fast, you're not saying how long I think we're having trouble. I'm having trouble picturing a minutes? building not collapsing fast. Magic we're talking that. Because remember, it's not. Collapsing yeah. because of trauma or an earthquake. Are we talking? It's, m- it's aging. Minutes fast. It's hours aging. Fast? You, what? What? what how fast? Aging? So yeah. How if fast? We go in there, you're gonna be like, we're all aging. Give us the information. Mock's looking yeah. at it. Mock having done his mental math as he, he was he, getting he, at. He did. Yeah. If, if you have information to share, that yeah, would be absolutely. Great. Yeah, yeah. So wait, why did the music stop? Hang on. Let me get the dramatic. No, no. I accidentally hit a button in the remote. Maybe, maybe the record ran out. There we go. All right, still going. It's like this music makes me anxious. So that's my concern. So the yeah the the building has probably uh, uh, the building has maybe fifteen minutes. Okay. Oh, until oh, okay. which doesn't change what Mock because fifteen minutes on the age of a dwarf is like <laughs> a heartbeat. He's like preserves <laughs> his structure. So he probably overreacts in terms of like the urgency, but then he says. We've only got 15 minutes! And everyone's like, wow! Oh. Dwarven buildings take 15 minutes minimum to collapse. Of course. Right? Uh-huh. This, so this is like, this is critical, like, critical failure. Drusen yeah. will, you're still flying, sweep in behind them. I mean, 60 foot movement. You got we it. can catch up. And he goes, are you going to Father Further's room? Yes! Well, you get there like, at the same time to the thing. No, it's going to get- it was whatever was in the sarcophagus, yeah. but yeah. All right, so Drusen is running, and Bearjaw and Drusen are opening Father Further's uh, sarcophagus. What is Scrimcorn doing? Um, Scrimcorn was putting like the healing spirit on like Aurora, and I assume other prayer members like. I'll Bob. take them for sure. Yeah, so he's because he's focusing on that. Um, he no no uh, he focuses on that. Um, all right, he's, so he's like looking Aurora gets a, just a little bit of healing from the uh, healing spirit, a big gash in her side, like a big zombie claw. Just like heals up a bit, showing like a scar just immediately forms there. Nice. And then she just says, the treasure! And she runs <laughs> into the building. <laughs> the treasure! <laughs> <laughs> What's there? So, so hey, just for a back- Is Aurora dim for, uh, from us, or is she just more transparent? More just- for, <laughs> for, Dan's, for Dan's education, what are you asking? Uh, was there was there a specific- Explicit talk of 
treasure with a capital T well, in this she place. Talked about there was definitely were, some sort of staff inside yeah. Father Further's sarcophagus, and no one looked in any of the other yeah. sarcophaguses of the 200 the, people that the were there. The way it was, yeah, there was like there was like the sarcophagus, and the bodies were on top, and we never actually opened anyone's sarcophagus. Because we, we because be when you do, the treasure. Everything yeah, we were like, we don't know what's going on here. Let's head out. And then Aurora's like. Wait a minute, I'm an adventurer, I want treasure. And we're like, oh, okay, well, let's focus on right. okay. her first dungeon with treasure. That's why it, this very is excited. all Aurora's fault. All right, Scrim. <laughs> we all decided to blame him. You, you see Scrim pause, he's doing some healing stuff, and then all of a sudden he... he, he Scrim has pause? He, um, uh, sometimes. And when he has dinosaurs, um, he has Scrim claws. Either, either yeah. Oh, they're mangy. Um, mangy claws. He, uh, when he takes a break, I realize that's a Scrim pause. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to describe this. Um... He suddenly kind of like stops, and 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 anyone out there like okay sees him like t- take pause for a second and and stops concentrating on the the spirit which kind of dissipates, and uh, he's going in and he's just going to be fifteen minutes and he's he's basically going to be poking around. He uh, doesn't look like he's looking for treasure. He's actually going to be looking around more. Um, it looks more like investigative of uh, the actual place. So. All right. He kind of all of a sudden goes like wait oil vein. <laughs> Uh, Oil Vane is uh, running further, uh, following uh, Bear Jaw, and now Tristan, because Tristan's uh, kind of got caught up with them. And uh, yeah, he's uh, making sure that he's watching, keeping an eye on the, the ceiling and the walls, making sure it doesn't look too crazy while we're still inside. But he's All also right. like, you know, preparing to see if he can actually get them at, like, at least Bear Jaw to there fast enough before the thing caves in. Bairn. You're done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> are you, Cousin, I'm done. Grab a few coins or something. Is I, but rather than a few coins and have this beautiful structure collapse, I think I'll move you over to Drustin. Plenty of time to paint a few reinforcements. Maybe uh, save a quarter to half of the building. It's ten minutes to paint. You got fifteen. <laughs> and you can do one paint. One paint. And Mock basically <laughs> looks at how the structure is aging and he chooses the quarter to half of the building that could benefit from just again, the walls are gonna be vertical. It's the ceiling we're talking about. It's like the the, yeah, the, the so. floor will not fall out beneath the ground. This isn't like a, an earthquake. And so he's going to just draw a few. So real, oh, real sorry. quick, I, I please, love please. I love what you're doing. Yes. And it's awesome. Um, it does take 10 minutes to cover 100 square feet. Right. 10 feet by 10 feet. That's, I, we are talking about structural reinforcements. Right. Okay. Okay. And I so gotcha. Mach is looking at the, 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 the only danger here. This is not going to fall into the earth. This is not like some sort of like whatever 2012 movie with John Cusack. It's not that. Great film. It's a great film. Uh, he's basically just saying like, let's mitigate the danger here. And so he, right. so he, he, he simply creates... Bracings, K-braces, from like the bottom of the structure where things are secure to like pillars, to like whatever, the eaves on the ceiling. And he creates a few of those strategically. On right, maybe, so he's got the paints for the first time. He's for never the, used the paints For the first before. time. And it, it is ugly, but he's just, these are just like engineer's lines. He's just kind of basically putting in the, yeah, the, the bracing. It's just drafting. It's drafting. It's like, a, it's like a, a, adding a few blueprints, a few marks to the blueprint. And he's just trying to like, he's like eyeballing the thickness. And he just throws them up on the on the sides where he's like, eh, maybe like this portion of the building. Um, and so spends ten minutes doing that. And it says, uh, shy away from this. 
Look elsewhere, look elsewhere. We'll, we can look here afterwards. It only takes... It only takes a few well-placed supports to, uh, to buy decades of extra structural integrity from a building that is just remaining vacant. And Mach has spent his life as a fine dwarf studying uh, 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 studying the, the this is simple architecture structural uh, you know integrity of all things small and large yeah. and uh, uh, it takes 10 minutes and during the um, during the during this time more and more of it is like collapsing there's like bits of like stone that slam down to the ground one of them completely obliterates one of those uh, planter uh, uh, planter bases like tomatoes. a huge piece from above like smashes down onto it just squashing one of the tomatoes no. and uh, um, tomatoes. Says, but at the end of the 10 minutes he's able to get some choice supports in place that seem to be causing it to hold although creaky sure stone creaky stone yeah yeah sure uh, so parts of the building, most of the building, how, how, what's the, what's state of it? Most of the building. Uh, and uh, upon painting, they turns back to Baron, who I hope has gotten well, deep into Baron, his while you were in that, uh, he cast, uh, Moradin. Guide me to treasure? Guide me to treasure? <laughs> what does he cast? Detect magic. <laughs> oh, detect magic. Uh... As he starts going through the rooms looking for anything, uh, he's hoping that most of the magic that was, you know, the Dressen described necrotic magic on the, on the sarcophagi and whatnot, I think a lot, most of that has faded. He's looking for the, something else remaining. Maybe Morden didn't want us to destroy, but to reclaim. Well, so it's to determine 30 what you feet, find, and we're going to have to do a few rolls uh, on the treasure tables, in addition to what you find in Father Further's. Uh, Random treasure uh, made more valuable by Mach being able to save. That is some uh, really good quick thinking, uh, preventing a structural collapse. I got to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw out those paints, man. That's uh, my first paint. That's a really good idea. And if Mach's paint equals direct increase in gold, well, that's a pretty mock thing to do. That's true. You're betting a thousand right now. Let's let's not save the town. Let's not be a hasty escape. Let's increase the profitability of this enterprise. <laughs> saying. All right, so we can do better. We can, we can earn more, man. I want lines. I want lines up under the right. Think of the bottom line. That's Think what I want. Bottom line. So there are hundreds of sarcophagi. Two hundred in this place. And one. <laughs> yeah, two hundred and one. Hundreds. Two hundred and one sarcophagi I in this. In this place. And what you find as you start to open them up is that each of them just holds personal belongings. Uh, what each of them seem to be is, uh, I mean, you're seeing personal effects. Meh, much of it. Like individual time capsule. Much of it worthless. Like, much of it is, you know, just individual person's personal belongings, like a, a blanket. and Houston's definitely stuff. interested in some of those personal belongings. <clears throat> oh, oh, for sure. I mean, I'm saying no valuable to anybody except cultural. for Houston. One man's trash. Houston's going to load up the entire Snowbane's gift with 200 ah. people's. Personal, and he's gonna have a catalog. As Baron is sorting around, he definitely just pulls out any books he sees and just pulls them out and just sets them aside. Books and all time relics the history of where these people came from. So you know, a little corn husk doll that is specifically of these people of this one area, that kind of thing. 
But so <clears throat> you gathered that most of them were fucking crazy cultists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's children. There's all kinds of folks cults have kids. So, but spread out in all of this is coinage. Uh, various valuable uh, small gems and other such things that actually carry some real Talismans. monetary value, as well as perhaps, if you're lucky, some other things that Baron's uh, spell might uh, turn into. So let's get some rolls going and uh, get your quartermaster sheet ready. Yeah, roll it up. Here it comes. Okay. Copper, 2d6. Let's just go around. Okay, you ready, copper? Six. Yeah, it's gonna be two. It's three total. That's uh, 300 copper. Okay. Silver, 2d6. Get it, Sam. That's five. Total five. Five silver. Uh, hang on. Um, five. Five silver. So you said five? Sorry, I got distracted. Five. That's uh, five thousand silver. Oh, uh, six d six. Hello, Eric. It's you. Big, 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 big. Come on. Big, big, bigger. Big, 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 big. And not, not bad. My great, not bad. Ten and nine. So nineteen. Nineteen hundred gold. Yeah. Slightly above average. Slightly above average. Yeah. Beat it. Beat it by by a bit. Nineteen hundred gold. Nineteen hundred gold. And thirty-six. I'm scared. Could be you, Kevin. Uh, thirty-six. I have thirty-six. Electrum. Platinum. Three. Let's give it a shot. Six. Swords. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's, Ooh, a, that's, that's a nine. Everything. <laughs> nine? Uh, nine, that will be 90. Um, was it Electrum? Yeah, what was the platinum. bullshit currency? Electrum. Electrum is the blend between gold and silver. The gold silver. It's actually uh, worse than gold, so platinum. platinum. <laughs> oh, wow. No, wasn't there a currency in 4th edition that was specifically for magic items? Mm. Am I? Maybe. Residium. Residium. It was like a dust. Gosh. I knew, hadn't thought of that. We started to gather really that in the campaign. Because you could take that, you put them as items, and you break them down, and then you uh, turn okay. them into things. Okay, so. D100. Oh. Call. I always, call. I always offer the uh, the oh. two and one. Two and one. Oh, you can do, do it, you can do it. You want to do it? Oh, my gosh. Ten's digit is the big, is the outer one. That is a 95. Yeah! Well done. Hey, we were pretty much up the middle. Until it mattered. Okay, so uh, roll 3d6. This is for the gems. Kevin. I wish I had more d6. I got, I got a pile. I'm definitely using this as one of them. Oh, nice. And here we go. Ready? Oh. Six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, that is 900, uh, oh wait, so that's nine 100 gold gems. Nice. Very nice. 900 right there. No. Okay. Yeah, 900. Yeah. Now, 1d4. This is for number of magic items. Uh, oh, come yeah! on! Come on, oh, Lucky come Cricket! On. The man who come on, cricket. Lucky Cricket! The man who copper. Come on, the way you group me. Not bad, not bad. You know not what? One. It's better than one. <laughs> it's, it's That's all I wanted. It's twice. You just twice didn't want one. You got a one out of four of sucking, and you didn't get it. Exactly. Oh, there are not then rolls to determine what each of the gems are. That might be a little too much. Yeah. yeah. It's you can roll it later and decide and put it in the quartermaster sheet if you want. I put gems times nine, nine hundred gold. 
Magic item tables. Where is that? We found magic Man. item table? It's just a table that generates magic items. Well, dude, he rolled the 95, so I think that means Random a pretty solid table. Like, that was yeah, the roll. Like, like four top-tier items on the shit table are not anything compared to one on the best table. So we have I think two. 95 was for the gems, wasn't oh, it? No, 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 95 was, was the D100. Yeah, the D100, I think, is the yeah, table. That's like. like, that's a uh, table. How roll. many gems, how many this, how many that? What did it right? all mean? The objects are coming into focus. Okay, how many was it, too? Okay, roll a D100 for the first. Oh, fuck me. There you go. My number is nothing compared to what you roll, Sam. Don't get us another I didn't Red is the tenth place. Okay. Actually, up. no. Blue is the tenth. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh my god. Blue is the tenth Blue. place. Blue is the tenth. Forty-two. Hey, better than twenty-four. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Choose the higher of the two. Magic items aren't necessarily better when you. I know, but we have to help with some sort of fake. We need our religion. We're not forty-two. The answer to life, the universe, and everything. We're not going to give it to three. We're not going to cheer to three. Just we have a is better. This is golf. <laughs> I don't I don't Arnold Palmer on here. Twelve. Good old Arnie. Arnie Palmer. Arnie Palmy. I don't feel bad about that 42. That's an no, auspicious number. It's good. Iced tea. Um Okay, roll the two. Living in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. It is a nine months there teaching people about Jesus. Long sword. Longsword? Oh. Describe this longsword. I mean you're gonna use identify in just a moment. Yeah. Uh this is a long sword with uh, uh, with like a orange red metal uh, uh, cross Copper? guard as well as pommel wrapped with like a dark red leather on its uh, on its handle and uh, uh, the Sounds blade burning is red <laughs> wow. and it's hot it probably does ice damage sort of poison <laughs> later when Drewston identifies it he will learn that it is a flame tongue. Mm. Very nice. Also my stripper name. Flame tongue. Uh, and upon uh, speaking its command <laughs> word, it uh, flames erupt from the blade, and they shed bright light in a forty-foot radius. Um, and while it is ablaze, it deals an extra two d six fire damage to any target. That's pretty good. That's just is it is it also a magical item of a plus one plus two nature? It is not does not have a base plus. Uh, okay, that's interesting. We have some pretty cool swords in our room. Take it to the money. I know you already have you already have too many swords such that you give one to one of your NPCs. Uh, but I'm super happy about how that move has turned out. Oh yeah, it keeps her relevant. Yeah. You give her something yeah. relevant. I mean, yeah. she's she back to the dual wielding. She can get one in each hand. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's who, not, let's not is, who is rolling the next? Me. Let's uh, see it. Let's I see your heat. I'm, I'm, I'm the red is the tens man. Go on the red is tens. That's that's after my heart. Ninety eight. Oh! oh! That's you. That's oh! you. Don't tell us it doesn't matter, man. You find what's your name? It doesn't matter what your name is. You find a globe that weighs one pound. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, I forgot to describe what it was in. So that the the sword oh, yeah. was found in uh, the t- well. You can't see the body of the guy anymore, but the uh, but the, the sheets that have now become strewn about on the ground uh, uh, depicted clearly. Um, uh, there was clearly like a, a, a bunch of um, like uh, military insignia. Like this mm, yeah. was clearly a soldier. Ooh. 
Um, and uh, the other things in his sword. tomb uh, right. relate to that. There's, there's. Uh, I imagine his, his tomb would be close to like Father Further. Maybe like uniform and insignia. Yeah. yeah. And uh, in this one, it is uh, uh, a very unassuming tomb that you would not expect uh, to find anything unusual in. The, right, the sheet was unattuming. just a, a, a solid color, and the Clean name linen. was Steve. Because um, they all had names right, yeah. carved on the sides. His name of is Steve. Um, very exotic name. This one is a. Oh, I don't get a picture, so I have to describe it myself. Um, oh no! This one is a short um, metal uh, uh, metal rod with wood uh, with wood inlaid in the metal itself, uh, uh, and at the top uh, coming out into a sort of. Uh, um, a spiral uh, head, and it is a. When Drusen identifies this later, he will learn that it is a wand of the War Mage. <laughs> plus two. Steve the War Mage. The wand of the War Mage this plus is a two. Crossover while space campaign. This holding is Steve's wand. While holding this wand, it requires attunement, by the way. So does the uh, yeah. flame tongue. Yeah. Um, while holding this wand, you gain plus two bonus to spell attack rolls. Uh, I'm honestly thinking that's a, that's an oil vein. In addition, think so. you ignore half cover when making oh, a spell yeah. attack. Yeah. Holy oh. shit. Yeah, for any kind of ranged magic spell attacks, that's huge. That's, that's really so good. good. Most of my shit is saving throws and doesn't actually have attack rolls. We and you built it that way on purpose. Yes. We should <laughs> fireball. We should rule out bear jaws, the carrier of that weapon. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying if you just attach all the weapons to me, yeah. I can just flail around. She can around. just shimmy. <laughs> If we create a mighty spear of, of like conglomerate magic yeah. items, and she just just hurls it end over end at anything that like stands in our way, it should kind of do the job. That conglomerate yeah. spear is going to be Aurora, holding yeah. in a tube to all the magic items. People see yeah. barbarian with a wand. They close the distance because they think she's a pushover. Just yeah. saying. Uh, exactly. now, she does a wand and then pulls up the hammer. Yeah. That didn't count the stuff we found in Father Further's further. Oh yeah, with Father Further. Correct. Part of the Um, let me get that uh, here. My treasure. My treasure. My treasure. Fucking oil man. In Father, he doesn't tend to do the direct attacks. In Father Further's tomb, as you saw a peak of before, but then fled in terror. Uh, was not he screamed, and we hit him in the head. Yeah, and then he fled in terror. Smashed his face. With the hammer, let's get the fuck out of here. You I see, think he screamed. <laughs> <laughs> you see a long staff topped with a uh, uh, top of a big sun and a glowing, uh, uh, just a dimly glowing moat of light uh, uh, in the hollow middle of the sun emblem that makes the top of this big staff. And um, when Drusen sits down to identify this later, uh, he finds that it is a staff of healing. It has 10 charges, Mm -hmm. uh, recovering 1d6 plus 4 charges daily at dawn. Uh, A charge can be used for cure wounds. Uh, uh, They are all uh, uh, in action, full action. Um, Cure wounds for one charge, mm-hmm. lesser restoration for two charges, mm-hmm. and mass cure wounds for five mm-hmm. charges. Wow. Yes. 
That's pretty cool. Baron can hang on to that or scrim. We tend to be doing the five. healing. Yeah. Say again? How many charges does Mass Cure Wounds? Mass yeah. Cure Wounds is five charges. You lash them together. You need a free hand still? Uh, yeah, but I mean... So this requires attunement by a bard, cleric, or druid. Yeah, so it's going to be me or Drum you. Bar. It seems like uh, we could whip, we could whip it out. Like I don't know if Baron would have it out while while fighting, but definitely after rounds. I mean, you know what your snake is is or isn't giving you. Narratively, I feel like yeah. it's max level. Mechanically, it's a snake. Okay. Uh, what else? I've turned into a What else is in the tomb? Anything else? Wolfie. Yes. Wolfie. A book called How I Did It. Well, that's it for the uh, things that are exciting to everybody else. But for Drewston, Drewston also finds a recipe book of ah. local cuisine, huh. Ooh, uh, a collection really of nice. children's toys probably made by a local uh, artisan, a hairbrush, an etched glass goblet, some copper jewelry, and some bone dice, hmm. a silver-plated mirror, and a turkey feather pen. Oh, that turkey feather pen. Come that turkey feather pen. With, with, with Rustin, everyone's curious. When Justin's level 18, he's gonna br- bring out that turkey feather pen. And everyone's gonna be like, hit the deck, and it's just gonna be like. <laughs> I like the other stuff. It's like reliquary. Somehow it's gonna wind a magic item. Turkey feather pen. I've got this is died. really useful no, for writing in my journal. God damn nice pen. Nice. Excellent. You got a bazooka. No. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I cast the. Temple of Endless Slumber. <laughs> 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 and that's it, other than uh, uh, an enormous amount of miscellaneary. Uh, Walkout slow. And a pers- big, pers- and a big portrait. Behind us. Oh, and it's I'm actually going to hold for a while with this support. Hey, I'm grabbing that portrait. The magic portrait. I figured you would. And so it turns to dust. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's wow. big. In your hands. It's really big. You need help. What's the picture look like now? It's still him from it's yesterday. It's from him from yesterday. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, actually, going. it did change. Well, it looks from his yeah. best from yesterday, yeah. so we, it's the same. We can put it in the carriage <laughs> and look at it while we travel. So, Dan, whoever attunes, although not attunement by the actual attunement slots, but whoever is bound to the painting, which can be changed, uh, it's an, it becomes an oil painting of you looking your best from the previous day. So every day at dawn, it changes to you from the previous day. Scrim has zero interest. In <laughs> you know that's same... both, in Scrim's eye, that's both stupid and creepy. <laughs> you know who has the same initials as Dristin Green? Dorian Gray. <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> Jason's gonna send this that back to Gary tr- after attuning to it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They'll send it. Oh, of course. Ship it back and forth to each other. It's yeah, right cool. now Gary's in the basement of that fucking elf getting like beats to a pulp. Where is he? <laughs> I gonna, don't know. It's like he's gonna send to Gary one big uh, dick pic. Yeah, you can get the uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's the best, it's the best one. It's, yeah. I got this all over the, the range that dick portrait takes yesterday. <laughs> it's the Mona Lisa of dick pics. That's the fact. Uh, It's It's like five feet wide and like twelve feet tall. Yeah, cool. Sounds like a tiger. Very tall. Yeah, exactly. This is a full body portrait. (laughs) Yes. Well, no, it was a bust on him. Kanye, help me get this to the. It's a twelve feet tall bust shot. It's five feet wide. It's a giant portrait. Twelve feet. Twelve feet by five. Okay, Hang on, okay, let me get the picture up. Just throw it out there. That is the size painting. That's a bust? 
That's like yeah. a door! That's, dude, 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 dude. Look, that's not that's not off, right? That's five, and that is like double that. So five by eight. Yeah, I'm so five by eight. That is a size painting they only do for dictators. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you put the bottom of the painting here, the top is halfway up. It's five by eight. Yeah. It's a standard five by eight portrait. Five okay. by eight. Five feet by eight. Feet. It's <laughs> a Rika by a bear jump. A Rika by a bear jump. Yeah, that's how, how big it is. So, You've got to measure it. It's going to take up one wall of our <laughs> bear jump. That yeah. means bear jump. Yeah. More than that, you're going to have to cut a hole to the engine with room. it. <laughs> Actually, eight feet. It's eight oh feet God. tall. Can, I'm, I'm opposed to you bringing that thing unless you think you can sell it to oh, someone. Oh, come on. It's, it's going to come in you somehow. I'm not carrying it. We can sell it to I, some uh, noble lord who wants to see how pretty he is. I, and it'll be in, in higher mascara, and it'll be the only way we get to the magic portal to go to deeper mascara. It'll come in use, cousin. Oh, so, yeah. so, if, so, you're yeah. using, if you're agreeing on selling it, perhaps young Drusen has, you know, there's room in there. You put it on the higher mask, and there's lots of fancy pants lords there who would love to be able to look at themselves every day. Imagine the pride and hubris of a man who desires to stare at Mark looks at Justin and he says, I'll take 50% of the proceeds if I find the buyer. I cause in. Let's pull it down. We are selling it. Now, as you are talking about this portrait, it does still look yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, no. <laughs> Basically against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Until dawn tomorrow. Well, Bear just walking with it in her hands. Portrait side out. Stiff breeze. One on each side. Yeah. How long does it take to attune? Could you do it while she's I'm not going to attune it. We're going to have it turn to a wall. I'm just going to walk down right. the street. And Someone. as you guys are talking about this. Okay, I think it's about time we talk about our split of the loot. And we'll continue next week. Yeah. You better believe it if you're getting less than half. I'm doing yeah. fucking shit all to like support the goddamn building and loot. I'll all. let you I do the negotiation. It's like we got a lot of gold. I was like, oh, we're gonna worry. We're going to turn the portrait against the wall. Someone's going to attune to it overnight, and we won't know. <laughs> what if all they want is the portrait? <laughs> we'll roll the die. We'll roll the die. Yeah, dude, like, all we want is a portrait. You're like, I'm on your side, Scrimcorn! <laughs> 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 <laughs>